I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Go what? Do I care, yeah? Their mambo, yeah? Them dog is an actual idiot. Koala, we need that mixtape though. Like oh, from Koali, yo, we need the mixtape from <laughs> Koali still. Koali versus is a link ting. I hate, I, I love when something comedy actually gives you bars, like actually yes. gives you some sort of quality, and you're like, yes. yo, Koali, see what I did? Koali, huh? <laughs> 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 oh, I didn't even know it. I want to write a TV script Dog. so bad, <laughs> but um. Man, what an incredible series, an incredible uh, showing from some of the, the best creatives in the city. We have the next stop series in the building. CBC Gems. Indeed. CBC Gems Scarborough is where you pictures. guys should find you it. know what it is. Yo, yo, show the east side, bro. Show There's the a lot of Scarborough in here. There's a lot of Scarborough in here right now. It's a West End thing. I mean, there's two Scarborough. It's a West End Listen, I grew up on the 54 Lawrence East bus. Oh, Jesus. You grew up on the bus? That's rough. That is rough. How do you boil dumpling on the bus? That's How crazy. does the bus smell? Because I know that the what bus runs near me, like the one hundred two, Markham one hundred two. Yeah, the one hundred two. Oh like my god! It be smelling like cats and shit like that, like cat litter. <laughs> I mean, yo, honestly, it's just like it's a jungle out there. You know what I'm saying? So just wild everything. Got to keep from going under. <laughs> I feel you. I feel that, you. That Markham one hundred two bus used to have like three buses piled up behind each other. Yep. Yeah, fifty four too. They would pick up. They'd fill up the first bus. Mm-hmm. Half fill the second, and you have this third one right behind, just like that's the one I'd go on. But <laughs> the thing is, because everyone got picked up on those first two, that third one was just randomly empty. empty. And it's just time. like, yo, why don't people just wait for that third one Facts. instead of jumping? I on see that it all the time. Because you're already waiting for step. like an hour. Yeah. True. Sometimes it like, depends on the time of the year. Because if it's a winter time, oh, a winter yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. I don't I'm care. Wag one, I'm gone. But it's that first bus that smells like the cafu. No. I'm from cat? north, so I don't know what north end to call it. <laughs> from the north end. Um, I, I lived across the street from one of them. I'm in Maple. Oh, Vonways. Okay, okay. Yeah. Maple. Before that was Scarborough, though. Oh, okay. Where in Scarborough? Uh, Bellamy Road. Oh, oh Bellamy yeah. Bellamy 19, huh? Okay, okay. I went to Bellamy Public School. Oh, shit. And um, I was supposed to go to John McCray and then... I, I moved. To to oh, drama crate. That's why white blocks. I grew up around Yo, it too. White blocks, yeah. fast. Right. My, my dad, four hundred. Tender ball days. You start talking yeah, about man. the east end. It sounds like a different line. <laughs> I know. Yo, past that young line, I'm just like. Sorry, Major's York Gate. You don't know. Uh, that's how I used connections. That's how I used to be before I moved to Scarborough. I've lived there for three years now. Mm-hmm. And so before that, I was just like, you're never catching me past you. Yeah, she was Ever. a West Ender. Yeah, Mississauga, but like. Played I've basketball never... for her ends. Everything. <laughs> right? so you prefer? You prefer Scarborough? Um, no. I don't know. 
Because I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure I'm moving back back west. Young Street, she passed Victoria Park. Yeah, you're deep in the barely, barely, barely. Realize if you try to if you try to if you try to assimilate to East End culture, you have to start at VP, then work your way to Kennedy, then get in the jungle. Yes, but you just went. Jungle. <laughs> jungle. No, right. I'm not in the jungle, though. I'm not Kennedy, so. I mean, okay. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. meets Danforth. Danforth. <laughs> 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 Road? Is that di- that's a different, different thing. Yeah, no, it's no, a different no, end, no. so. Kipling. I mean, Kipling. Kipling and Finch? You know, Kipling and Finch, Kipling and Rexdale. Kipling and Finch. You know, I never knew nothing about Rexdale until I started teaching you guys in the after school program. Yeah, that was crazy, yeah. What year was that? Little known fact, folks. Old ass Uncle Norm over here that don't look like no old ass uncle. You teach an after school program. At uh, Percy Johnson. Yeah, Percy Johnson. Uh, literacy through hip hop. And wow. young Andy <laughs> was one of my students. Literacy wow. through hip hop. Yeah. That's so yeah. That's what's up. This nigga tried to be like the, the movies. No, it's like some real movie thing. Like, he really came in, we're like, we're real like Norm's the, the white woman that comes in and saves was, the school. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> what's that movie called? Freedom Riders. Yeah, Freedom Riders. Yeah, I love that movie. That's what it was. Freedom Rappers. You niggas want to be free? Just imagine trying to teach these kids about KRS One and oh my god! While they want to know about Nelly yeah. and everyone else, <laughs> that, that was Nelly yeah. Ja Rule ja era. Rule. Yeah. yeah, and you're teaching them about KRS One. Yeah, wow. <laughs> Yo, don't listen to this Ja Rule. He <laughs> never, yeah, he <laughs> never promoted Ja Rule. You top call quest. Q is the letter for the day. That's fucking nuts. No, but now. That I see all you guys because I, I still see like Sleepy. I still see shout yeah. out to Sleepy. I see, shout out to uh, oh wow, I forget his name. Um, homie, oh, he raps Pinky? now. Um, Bumpy. What's I'm just oh, naming everything in the hood. His name. Oh my god, he always rolls with the Latino dude. Um, Tutus. Fuck, I forget his Bullies? name. I'm so sorry. Bully. But uh, <laughs> no, always I, a I man just name. See Bully. them all now, you know, and uh, starts with a C. CC? Cece. Wow. Wow. Remember who Cece was? Cece was an ill fucker. Starts you to see. Wow. It's worse that he said is Mexican. Because now I'm like, is it C the letter or yes, 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 yes? Was he our age or was he like a younger? Did you do after? He was in the same class and everything. This is such a Toronto conversation. But anyhow, exactly. Yo, dog. You know the man. From <laughs> exactly from Rex from Rexton, that's the exact conversation. But yo, no, but honestly, no. that, was a, that was a sick program. Still, I was like. high every time I showed up to that class. <laughs> it looked like you. Like, hey, don't even yeah. say that. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's racist. Like, that's funny because you got us in there with pizza. That was how you got us in there. <laughs> oh, the bribery, pizza. the extortion. We pull up, then now he's teaching us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. hip hop. Yeah, you know what the metaphor is. Simile is. That's still, hey man. A lot of these kids, a lot of these kids need that. That should. You're still Issa Rae. That's crazy. Yo, teaching. Isn't that what Issa Rae does on the show? 
hip hop. We got y'all. We, we got, got y'all. y'all. Yeah. <laughs> That's you the same the shit. We got y'all. Look at you inspiring well, the youth. Well, listen, if people didn't care for math, I was like, all right, so if you have one ounce plus another ounce, like, <laughs> <laughs> no, it was more so album sales. Like, if you sold three million sales, mm. right? And then in the next quarter, you sold 150K. You know, how much sales That's did you get? Cool. All, you know what I'm saying? That's so crazy that you needed an after school program for that to be a way to relate to the kids like just yeah. do that in school well that's it if you want them though. to learn but there's so it's much tough. politics yeah. with the with curriculums and all the other stuff yeah. so it's but, a matter like, of like and prioritizing that but even if you change it like for example every fucking math problem was mm. timmy has this much apples i didn't fuck with fruit like there's that yeah, yeah. just change the the meal my nigga like <laughs> tim had two pans of curry goat <laughs> how long would it take for the curry goat to be gone simple mats like use things that people actually enjoy or like just especially for each kid right like mm-hmm. you don't necessarily have to make it so broad for the entire classroom mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because you know an entire classroom doesn't learn the same way right. doesn't receive information the same way right. if there are nine pieces of oxtail per pound exactly. and a pound costs fourteen ninety nine, which is ridiculous now, uh, spread them how see? much should the Jamaican restaurant charge for one order, one, one order. for them to make profit that the shit would have is, me they don't have it <laughs> And a lot of that. I was going to say that I seen this video. You reminded me of it, of this little kid and he's doing this math equation. And they're like, like this person said they got one dollar and one dime and whatever, whatever. And the kid just like looks up and he's like, probably like three or four years old. They're like, He's broke. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that video. Oh, he broke. That kid was like, oh, he broke and just started laughing. Yeah. How broke he was. I was dying. No, that was video was like, amazing. kid, how much money do you have? Like, <laughs> oh, he broke. <laughs> a lot of those, these type of conversations, like we're saying that was a very Toronto conversation is that's majority of the next stop series is that's a very toronto conversation right. that yes. you're witnessing the toronto isms yeah. are in full flex full flex yeah. and even if it's not a toronto conversation the underlying issue is definitely a toronto conversation yeah. did yes, we even is. say who is on and what their characters we are? tried to and then norm wanted to go we we are joined we by <laughs> we're joined by mr sticks I, I, I don't know if you want your govy out there. You want the govy out? My is out there. My name is Jordan <laughs> Hales. Y'all, hail up the man. Hail up the man. Um, and we're joined also by Andy. What's with Andy What's online? With Andy? I know you guys have seen some of his skits, some of his videos, some of his rants. Certified. And another thing you guys might have seen that I asked to be for them for it still. Like, yo, yo, he dog. crossed yo, you Yo, fam, why you have to do that to me on the, eye, on the court, fam? Like, oh, You tagged ball his life? Like, oh. why you're trying to get the promo up too, I'm like trying to start uh, trying to not turn to something. He showtime you before K showtime. Mine is a guy, yeah. He's that dude, right? So I had to come like, for you know. That's all it is. That's Dog, all it is. I was oh, wearing so the video. With a hoodie on too, fam. Nah, went, we, don't, we don't do him like that. We don't, we don't do him like that with the hoodie on. Nah, nah, nah. Before the hoodie came on, you know that happened. And uh, then, when the hoodie <laughs> came on, I came off the court. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, certified? Nah, I'm blessed. Still not getting certified. Me cross. But did the dark house come out too? The dark house came out. Too. Damn. The whole fit. The whole Damn. fit. And I was cheesed because I went home. I went and looked at this guy's Instagram. I see fucking Ryerson trophies. I'm like, oh, the fuck? <laughs> 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 Yo, this is a setup, B. What the heck? Full setup. Nah, full setup. bro. 
But how does it feel um, transitioning out of post-secondary, like, and this comedy stuff just takes off, like, in a big way? Um, To be honest, at first, it was just more like an outlet, mm. like, uh, just a creative outlet. I still even feel like right now it's like a creative outlet. Mm. So I just, I get bored very easily, so mm. I like to just occupy my time with a variety of things. So Plus you're gaudy and you can't say it's a career. I remember um, in high school, like, of course, a lot of the other kids were taking all the awards academically. Mm. Um, I had great grades, by the way. That's, <laughs> but the only award I got was a drama award. But of course, I can't come and tell my dad. No way. Yeah, yeah, drama. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I went to school for finance, but my objective was to get into uh, into just play basketball. Mm. And after that, mm. I seen Rennie. You know, Rennie was just staring to the camera, just making faces. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, if this guy can do this, yeah. you know what I mean? I can do this. That's yeah. how every comedy story starts, right? Literally. There. If this this guy guy's do it, nah. I can do this. Especially when him. they look like you, though. Especially when they yeah. look like yeah, you. It's a lot yeah. easier to see yourself yeah. in those exactly. shoes, right? Like when we were growing up, Fresh Prince, Martin, a lot yeah. of these shows were like, yo, we could do that at 20? We could yeah. do that at 21? Exactly. Like, that's yeah. nuts. And so you get a lot of that that uh, representation. How did your parents feel about it now that you're on CBC? <laughs> you know, it's crazy. I remember the, I'll be making my videos. My dad be like, so you're making these videos. When are you going to pay me for impersonating me and, and all that? <laughs> my mom asked me to say shit. Yeah. My mom asked me for money. So, so all these videos you yeah. do. And yeah, yeah. Same vibe, bro. You know? Same vibe. But I guess like when they, first, when they first start seeing some money come in, they're like, oh, okay, maybe you're not just wasting your time. Maybe. You know? Yeah, maybe. 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 Yeah, you know? So, at the same time, you have to find different ways to juggle. But, but, again, for me, because I like doing multiple things, I prefer, like, doing something and then also doing this on the side. Yeah. It gives me that outlet to feel like I'm spicing up my life. Mm -hmm. you know? Definitely. Yeah. You got to stay outside the box. Like, exactly. stay, put yourself constantly in, in situations that, like, you can make go from uncomfortable to comfortable for yourself yeah mm -hmm. and then you'll just continue to grow that's that's a big way of looking at it this series um how did it come together i i know there's uh hmm. what was what was the uh the the production company again well it's uh well f first season was uh with bare minimum so bare minimum jabari yeah. to sean phil shout out to jabari shout out to jabari that's a real nigga right that's there, a man. real miserable you but i love you. that's my brother you know? that's a real nigga right there, that's man. my bro yeah so um a lot of the a lot of the initial conversations uh for next dog came when we were both working at vice yeah um, which uh, Jabari refers to as Babylon. For, for, I remember for, for pulling up on oh. you guys there, and we just shared some looks that, you know those black looks where it's like, all right, you don't even need to tell me nothing. Yeah, I, like <laughs> <laughs> I know what I'm going on. Exactly, you knew what I'm going So um, just having a bunch of conversations in terms of like, obviously he had an interest in, you know, making uh, TV, making film, doing more uh, things outside of, you know, the corporate structure and just mm -hmm. being creative and telling our stories. And obviously that's something that I align with and what I support. So a lot of those conversations came about, obviously, like, you know, um, his roommate, I mean, good friend, Tashan, um, they had their conversations as well. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, it was uh, 2018, uh, man's got laid off. I, I got laid off and like you know Vanessa she she was shout out to Steady Mobbin yes yes big gone. big ass. she's like the face of the show in, she really in my is. opinion she really okay, is yeah. she really is and uh, so when you look at uh, you know just everything that we were going through it's just like alright look we got these scripts we're just gonna shoot some stuff 
um and like they had the four episodes obviously my main skills like editing like mm-hmm. that's what i do but you know for him to ask me it's like all right yeah just like act acted out and how was that transition from behind does it help it's got to help being an editor once you get in front of the camera 100 <laughs> percent because of the fact it's just like okay you're kind of conscious of uh continuity mm-hmm. so and i kind of i kick myself for every time that i see it uh in beef so when we're walking from the apartment building or walking on that um that street i see that. um be- before <laughs> before we get to the patty I'm holding a glove in my left hand mm-hmm. and I'm transition trying to transition to my right. So I was conscious. I'm just like, right. I had that there because obviously I cut all the episodes. Yeah. So I'm just like, all right. I have to just make sure that I do that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And obviously, you know, with the the amount of takes, you have to go with the best take, mm-hmm. not necessarily what's what's uh, um, what looks well within the continuity as best as you can. Uh, so. And also being on set just helped me just like really absorb what the director's responsibility is and being an actor mm-hmm. and receiving feedback and criticism and stuff like that. So framing like, okay, all that framing, shit. Framing, exactly. So <clears throat> I basically soak all that in because I eventually want to like direct and yeah. produce and stuff like that. So And it's um, a lot of a lot of information to like absolutely monitor and keep track absolutely, of. And- absolutely. And then the thing is it's like once you're in it. And a lot of people, like, they've asked me, just like, how difficult is it editing yourself? Mm. I'm just like, you know what? I'm not uh, I'm not a vain person, so I don't need to see myself all the time. But I understand the nature of, um, you know, the, the, the production itself, mm-hmm. of the scene itself. So I'm just like, all right, you're still telling a story at the end of the day, and that's what I enjoy yeah. doing. So it's really not that difficult. Um, Plus, you could lean into bias too. That's the I think that's one problem with editing yourself. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's like you might have had a better take than somebody else in right. there, and right. because that's your best take, right. you want to put that <laughs> one in. <laughs> you know You're like, I look the best. Head. I sound the best. <laughs> Even though their performance in another take might have been stronger for the scene. You know what I mean? Like, so, like, you can run into those issues editing yourself. I've fallen into that issue sometimes. Like, I'm sure tons of people, when you edit, like, Especially doing vlogs, because, like, that's how a lot of us came up. We're editing vlogs and all that other stuff. So we're used to editing ourselves just Mm -hmm. talking, but not necessarily acting and yeah you know as bigger of a production value and that season one was so scaled down uh because it was basically grassroots like you know jabari basically funded everything and Mm. whatnot jabari tashan phil everything was just like all right this is what we're doing i edited all four episodes on my laptop you know what i'm saying so it's just a matter of like all right putting out all together and Mm. then once it got out i will never forget when jabari dropped the first uh clip it was uh Two and a half minutes, or how long Twitter would allow? Two twenty. Yeah, two twenty. So uh, of uh, uh, me and Vanessa talking about like you know the padding having yep. the argument, and then it just blew, blew up. up. Blew up. <laughs> yeah, blew up. Man. What you guys? T- like, there's no even the aesthetic of it was yeah. just like so on point and so original and so specific to like yeah. the Toronto brand, and even like how you had. You know, just even how you had the typography of beef just laid out. I'm like, no, this Shout is... Shout to Shireen. This Shout is tasty. That's at the, that set the tone. That's you know set the I'm tone saying? for sure. Yeah. When you see the beef in on the, in the subway letters, you're like, yeah, that was okay. that was That was really dope. I'm like, yo, shout out to Shireen Taylor. She did the uh, she uh, did the title cards for season one and season two. Um, yeah. yeah, that was a great idea because yeah. it set the tone immediately. And like, yeah. 
even just the tone of the entire conversation, like what you, like you said, like yeah. you could see, you could feel the Toronto in it, and yeah. like the little sound effects, like wheel on pull up, like that little was, things that like that. Definitely Jabari. <laughs> that was that was sound post. That, that was, was great though. Yeah, that, yeah, was that was great. great. Yeah. Like little things like that. It just felt the way you guys were nitpicking at everything made me realize how much Toronto conversations sound like a Seinfeld episode. Because that's the vibe I get from yes. Next Stop. It's very it's Seinfeld. Because, it's funny because um, Vanessa essentially said that when she was on um, Zoe's podcast with uh, uh, Shout Out to Relentless mm. Diaries. Oh, with, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jay. She's basically like, yeah, it's like Seinfeld. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It like, really is because it's just like, it feels like it's like nothing, but it's like everything it's, Toronto stuff, you know it's everything it's and then while it's us. being about exactly. nothing it's about everything at the same time absolutely and so the fact that it took off in in that way because all four episodes in season one were so uh they're all different but kind of uh succinctly in the same like kind of world duppy is the only one that's like stands out yeah. which is actually my favorite one to Ooh, edit that is the illest one bro because it's a, it was a silent film <laughs> yeah. we had the narration all passed by shireen <laughs> and just like the different elements and dealing with depression and this is like pre-covid yeah you know what i'm saying so yeah. imagine like the theme still resonates yes yeah, it resonates even more now exactly. for a lot of people exactly so it's just like damn you know jabari jabari to john they be ahead of the curve sometimes it was it's, honestly very like jordan peele-ish like yeah you know definitely. What I'm saying? yeah I like, okay i think yeah the creativity because, was like all all there man yeah yeah, yeah and, definitely um, and i was very happy with like how it was received and then you know shout out to amar walla uh who we also um met at advice um and connecting with uh with jabari and tashan and he was the one who he was a catalyst of helping again onto cbc gem because okay. season one just existed on youtube mm-hmm. and we just like kind of distributing get the views up and everything else i didn't even know what the plan was we're just like all right just continue just see what happens YouTube. yeah that's really all it is yeah you know what i'm saying and then yeah amar he you know founded scarborough pictures of course, <laughs> he's a good youth. He's a good youth. So, um, and then he was just like, you know what? All the facilitating that happened behind the scenes, and for it to get a uh, season two commissioned by you know greenlit by shit, CBC man. Gem, and Amazing six shit. episodes later, and and like here, so you know, know since you know UK when they put out kid adulthood, adulthood, mm-hmm. novelhood, brotherhood, mm-hmm. like I was like, man, when is Toronto gonna be able to like encapsulate our true experience, voice yeah, and experience? Yeah. And yeah. you guys were the first people to me that mm-hmm. did it in a tasteful manner. You know, I've seen a lot of people attempt, and there were right. the ones too that were dope, but like you could still see like that's mad street value uh, as far as like their. Their editing and whatnot, but very like yeah. street level value. Yeah, there's you guys were like, jeez. <laughs> yeah, there's art to it. That was very political. Very street <laughs> value, ethical, ethnic. Literacy, you know what I mean? And we're back. <laughs> See, but this is why the this series is is dope, but kind of sad in ways because it's a lot like what you said with. Uh, the Duppy episode, right? Yeah. Like how it still rings true. It may be even more true now, yeah. which in an essence is not necessarily a good thing because a lot of the things that are discussed in Next Stop right. are hindrances to our livelihood, right? Like mm. talking about rent, or you're talking about yep. dating in the city, you're talking yep. about just interactions with everyday people. Yeah, It's not a show that's showing Toronto like 
the the place that has been advertised. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? It's showing mm-hmm. you the underbelly yeah. of what's really going on. And yeah, it's in a sense it's it's kind of sad that it's timeless. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, cuz you're timeless. like fuck, we're going to always have these issues yeah. like yeah. Yeah. in 30 years will this show still be relevant? Do you guys want this show to be relevant in 30 years? That's a Jabari question, but at the same time, like from from being there, uh, from pretty much its inception, I think that what the end goal for what Next Stop is is like you know, and they cited like some of the traditions of being like you know chewing gum, acting selfish, mm-hmm. and like you know when you look at Insecure, and then when you look at even the shows that we grew up watching, all the black shows that we were just like, okay, well, where's ours? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And for something that speaks to um, Black Toronto, whether it's you know uh, Gen X or Millennials or Gen Z, it's just like always something to have there to be like, yo, this is the Toronto that I know exactly. and love hate. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a, uh, it, it's definitely something that I think is going to inspire other people to create their own versions of Next Stop. Of mm-hmm. uh, which direction <clears throat> they take it in, who knows? But it's just like okay. If there can be a, a Shit's Creek and a Kim's Convenience and just like, well, if Next Little Stop can be... On the Prairie. Little Mosque on the If Next Stop can be, like, you know, in that same category where you're kind of talking about it five, ten years from now in terms of, like, where were you at when it, it happened, happened and yeah. then, like, how it's ballooned and blossomed, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Because Jabari will go on to make other things, Tashan, Phil, myself... Mm-hmm. You know, we're hoping that this will be a launch pad for a lot of the actors, including the one to my right, to go on and have very fruitful careers. Mm -hmm. And that's basically what, at least to me, what I envision, what I want the legacy of Next Stop to be. Because of all the projects that I've worked on, especially this year and last year, um, it's been one of my favorites. It's the one that's closest to my chest, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Just because of, I know how impactful that it can be in the future. And so, what's at stake. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, when you're talking a show like this, when you're trying to break ground like this, right. it's like there's a lot resting on you to do it right, especially when you know most people, most other people probably won't. <laughs> like, right. it's yeah. it takes certain people to do certain things, and it is very necessary at that time. That's why we have the butterfly effect. One little small change can, like, fuck up the whole future and like this right. little thing or seemingly little thing to you guys could really end up being like the catalyst to a lot of different dope projects yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. dope discoveries even people outside of the city not necessarily just toronto like people who have a perception of toronto can look at that i know there's so many people who constantly question our jamaicanness yeah <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. and been watching yeah. just the first episode what can you debate Exactly. <laughs> what well, can you really debate after watching the beef episode? Exactly. That and that's no why, other place is going to have that conversation. And that's why I want um, so many eyes to be on Next Stop because, and I was having like you know separate conversations about this. Like when you pre- when you present Next Stop to like you know the the UK, mm. that's a perfect audience for them to just be like, oh, this is how they're like. Not just how we have all these back and forth diaspora wars on Twitter and Instagram and yep. stuff like that. It's just like. Mm. No, we're really like this. This is life. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that's what that's why, like, you know, I, I don't know when um it'll be like especially season two when that'll have more of uh, of an international presence, but that's what I'm looking forward to. And especially because like, you know, you look at 
you look at how we've been able to have access to different countries and different cities around the world, especially uh, the black life mm. and ingesting that. Just like, okay, we see how they operate. They should be able to see how we operate. Or know that we're here. Yeah. <laughs> that, that too. Black people in the, in the States don't, like, they're shocked at, to this day that yeah. there are black people in Canada. Yeah, I see the man watch the the um the K Showtime one of the K Showtime videos. Mm-hmm. And he's doing a reaction. It's American guy, big guy um on YouTube, and he's just like he pauses the video. He's like, "Hold on, <laughs> I didn't know that there's no black people out there." Yeah, I seen that video. Yeah, they yeah. look like me. <laughs> <laughs> they look like me and my homeboys, man. What I was like, "Are you yeah. serious?" Yeah. <laughs> I'm shocked. Like, are you because like, when you really th- when you really break it down and honestly like gaining a lot of perspective not just from being on Twitter and having American friends but like you know dating an American mm. um, who lives in Chicago shout out to my charm um, loving you <laughs> is easy because. You're in Chicago. There it is. You're <laughs> 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 regional. But, like, but gaining that perspective is just the fact that, like, look, they're in the States. There's 330 million of them there. Mm. The amount of black people that's there, like, obviously it's, like, you know, 10 to 12% of that population is still a lot more than what we have yep. here. It's just, like, they don't have a reason to look northern to really register like you know black life here because a lot of them don't really travel outside the states like that mm. especially to canada a lot of them would just be like yeah i'm in niagara falls i've been in toronto for carabana not necessarily yeah. like oh I, I i went there a random time in like march i mean they don't they don't even do that outside of state like people in the atr like what's going on in new york they don't know they just stay right it's ATR. true yeah. they're very regional yeah. they're very regional with it but like um i've definitely gained a lot of perspective from it because even even my lady she was just like yeah before you, like, I haven't talked to, like, no Canadian. All I knew about... Well, Toronto black people was, in like, the States got the best marketing. Yeah. For their yeah. pain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, ain't, they ain't marketing. We don't have enough marketing dollars behind Canadian black pain. Because it's so... Because it's so... <laughs> we <laughs> know it's Canadian black pain. You have... <laughs> if we had a budget... <laughs> Niggas would know, and now we are getting the budget, and niggas are knowing. Yeah, you see what happens. Circle of life. Yes. We, need the, we need the budget. American yeah. people got the budget. They're putting Nat Turner and Will Smith making a new slave movie. They they've been marketing their shit for decades. Mm-hmm. It's it's even Jordan Peele's making it like modern now. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? The They're modernizing their pain. We haven't even begun to show it. That's it's crazy. it's happening now. That's really. When you really break when it, that's you, a great like that, breakdown. Like that's, that is a great crazy. breakdown. We don't have the marketing dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a... That's <laughs> a comes in the form of broken, squashed beef patties. Yo, dog, look at look what's happening uh Native Indian community, right? Yeah. In the indigenous. Yeah. You're seeing all these discoveries of the residential schools, and now the judge has ordered that they be paid reparations, essentially. 40000 I think, per child or per person in the house. I can't remember what the number was that Justin Trudeau was trying to fight against. Right. And they finally won it. And now they're going to have marketing dollars behind their pain. And you're going to hear more stories. I guarantee you, you're going to hear so much more shit now that they have the money to show it to us. And that's what like the world operates on. Unfortunately. Yeah, it's true. And the the thing about uh, being a black Canadian, is just like, it's so, it's so widespread because you have 
continental Africans and, and West Indians, mm. and you have your Scotians who like been here for the longest. The oh, we, don't even, we don't even like know a lot about they them. They made us hate them. They made us hate <laughs> ourselves to grow <laughs> their wealth. Come on now. <laughs> what is every my whole life, I mm. kid you not, there has been propaganda against that one province. Yes. And mm-hmm. especially when it comes to black people. Yeah. I've heard the pimp stuff. I've heard the the escort stuff. I've heard the fucking cousins. I've heard every story possible yeah, yeah. in yeah. Nova Scotia. Scotia yeah, yeah. But I've never heard. I nobody ever told me about the I'm first black right hockey players. I'm about to do some more research when I get home. But nobody yeah. told me about that and how that community grew out of there. Nobody told me about the Tulsa like activities oh, Africaville. Africaville. that Africaville, happened yeah. over there. Yeah. Nobody told me about any of that stuff. The, All the we heard was the bad shit. Mm-hmm. All we heard was a bad shit, just like how Americans after the war only heard about Asians in poor light, emasculated, all these other things. Yeah. It's propaganda at the end of the day. And like, there's a reason why they don't teach, put it in the history books, mm-hmm. because Canadian history is, come on. Boring. Oh my god oh my Fur god. trade for three years My nigga <laughs> Three years of fur oh Where's PETA What the fuck Hudson Bay I don't care about We don't about even own Hudson Bay company anymore The Bay <laughs> shut down There's only one left There's only one don't exist no more Like this is crazy That this is what's still being taught In schools When we had Fucking I just learned uh, Rick James Was living in Toronto had a group with Neil Diamond. First week here, Neil Diamond's band saves him from getting jumped, a racial <laughs> jumping in Toronto. In Toronto. Yes. yes. And then him, he joins Bob Dylan and Neil Diamond. They form a band, start fucking rocking out all of Yorkville. When Yorkville used to be apparently a party central. Yes. It used to be like yes. Kensington Market. That, I, when I found out like Yorkville used to be like lit like that, I'm like, why don't we why know these was, things? Right. Right. Why don't we I know mean, these things? Do you know right. much? I have I so much fucking pride in my Yorkville. Si- yeah, Yorkville still got some. It wasn't a while. You know, no, like the after while. parties, they but were no. like, like I don't even know if they had a real bar. Like it was just behind. It'd be happening. Doors, It'd be happening. It'd be happening. But imagine it looking like Kensington Market in Yorkville. That's I could never. I have so much pride in my city already. By the the Louis store, just chilling. All that that building up. Casamoto, what? (laughs) (laughs) Like what? (laughs) Dog, I have so much pride in my city already. Imagine if they told me more shit like that. Yeah, like I'd be, I'd be out of here, man. Right like, now, you're educating me. I'm after my. I was. Right now, I'm being, I'm being educated. Um, shocked when you sent the post about Colonel Sanders living in Mississauga. No, nah. oh, you guys didn't see that. Wait, what? I can show what? you guys pictures Honestly, of Colonel Sanders what? reading the Bible in Toronto, like yeah. on the podium. He died in Toronto. What? He died in Saga. Yeah. He lived here from 1964 to 1980-something, and he died in yeah, Toronto. Colonel. Yeah. Cur- the Sanders. Colonel. The yeah. Colonel. KFC. You guys need to follow he, Old Toronto on Instagram. From K- that's, that's my shit. Like, I so, love that, that page. Are they credible? Very. Yeah. Okay. They actually just won an award. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> are they credible? Are they certified by the city? Are they certified? <laughs> are they certified? <laughs> do they got the blue? Sure. Do they got the blue? Like, blue check? Did the FCC sure, uh, do, uh, do the FDA approve this? I'm not sure, but do they APA take, or? They mention a lot of like archives, right? So they're like, oh, this photo's archived. Yeah. So would that stuff be in the archive library? Libraries. Yeah. All yeah. libraries across the city, you can find well, that shit. You know, shit. there's like an archive library downtown. 
I've never been. The the one beside Ryerson? Dope. I don't know where it is. It's no, the one it's, beside it's, Ryerson, it's the one no? Bloor. No, Bay the refer- and Bloor. Uh, the reference Young library. Bloor. The reference library. Yeah. 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 Young and Bay Bloor. Bay and Bloor? Young and Bloor. Young and Bloor. Yeah, that's the one I'm talking about. Like, that's it's not beside. near, yeah. it's not beside Ryerson, but like, Ryerson's down that's the street. That's like the that's four subway far. stops. Yeah. It's down the street. That's that next stop. That's not street. It's just a block away. Is there a school in between Ryerson and the library? Uh, is an old free week. <laughs> There's no other school there. Y'all know what I'm talking about, goddammit. No, but that library is fucking humongous. It is beautiful. Like, I didn't even know it existed until like right before what? the pandemic. <laughs> they used to have, they they have, uh, they, well, they still have these pods. Like you can rent out pods that are like, it'll be like in the middle of the floor, but yeah, it's silent. Like you yeah. can't hear nothing coming oh, wow. in, yeah. nothing going out. Like it's crazy. Back when like Blockbuster still existed. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> you could actually go. keeps aging himself. You can still go. <laughs> <laughs> you can go to the reference library and rent DVDs and VHSs. Oh yeah, I remember yeah, when libraries actually, used to. Yeah, you know, I did not see the I see the rare library. Every library yep, used to do that. Yeah, dog, yeah. That I big hard plastic cover We used to have the library truck. It used to be like this little bus truck that pulled up library truck. Yeah, that used to pull up to yeah. Acorn. Yeah. Yeah. And we this go is, on. This is a saga? All the saga people are like, yup, yup, yup. You fucking birds. <laughs> we had a water truck. I have to go in there. <laughs> I mean, did you did you live in a hood? He would have moved into a house. We didn't have no library. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, nah, like, ours was like a little complex. So I guess to encourage the kids like in the hood to read. That's they a would hood saga. They, okay. the, they would bring the truck, the library Yo, to us. I'm not a bunch of saga. <laughs> I'm dying in saga still. I mean, still. realistically though, like you have to think about it. When you live in like a quote unquote hood, how many parents are going to take their kids to the library? Do you know mm. what I mean? No, but the, the thing so, is, like, like after school, everyone just ends up going to the library because they got free Wi-Fi and you know a lot. <laughs> not in Mississauga, we all went to a uh, terminal, the bus terminal. To chill oh out, yeah, square so. <laughs> one bus terminal was yeah. flooded. Oh, if you wanted a thing, just go to square one bus terminal and post up with a fitted. That's <laughs> where we went after school. You're blessed. <laughs> what, what, was that your version of our Kennedy and Warden Station? Yes, yeah. <laughs> Kennedy, especially Kennedy. Oh, no, but it, no, but it was the the low key spot was um, Scarborough Town Center. Right before you go oh, down right the stairs, yeah. that bridge to, to the the yeah, bridge before the bridge, and then like the the ghost station, the ghost right station there. in between, and there's oh. that's where all the fights happen. Mm-hmm. Everything everything happened over there. Before Albert Campbell went, Square. <laughs> well, no one really walked that far. Tuesdays, Tuesdays at the at the theater, catchy Tuesdays. Beautiful. Wow. Yes. That was beautiful times. <laughs> yes. Beautiful times in Scarberry. I'll give you guys that. STC is better than Woodbine Center. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I was at Woodbine Center on uh, Woodbine, Friday. Your, that's your mall? <laughs> yeah, Woodbine and Albion Mall. That's uh, no, Albion Mall, no, fuck with. STC and Albion. Nah, Albion Mall is the number one immigrant mall in the city. You got your though, you know, but... Albion Mall is the number one immigrant mall in the city, bro. R.I.P. Fantasy Fair. R.I.P. Honest Eds. You don't know. Oh, my God. Yo, didn't they have a New York fried chicken over there at, uh, NFC? Albion? Nah, nah, nah. That's at Keelan Shepard still. Keelan Shepard, NFC, niggas fried chicken. Oh my Trust. God. <laughs> that shit was popping. I remember popping. when I like, and I went with my cousins, my mom gave me a tub of uh, rice and stew. Rice <laughs> <laughs> and stew. That was a trip. I remember that. Dog, what's the craziest thing you guys brought to school for lunch? Craziest thing. I used to bring the whole bag of bulla and sliced cheese in my bag. Oh my gosh. Hold on. A whole bag? Or you mean a whole bag of bulla? 
What's Bulla like? Bulla, bulla cake. Right. No, oh, okay. Okay. this guy said Bulla beef. <laughs> that's crazy. Is that yours? <laughs> no, that's bully beef. Oh, bully. Yeah, bully, yeah. yeah, bully beef. So the, wait, bulla, is, bulla is bulla like bulla. is like a cake. It's like a not it's traditional like, cake. It's like a spice bun. Cake. Yeah, it's, it's like the really really hard brown. Heavy. Yeah, brown. heavy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and that's the yeah, that's my the, mom boxed me with bun and cheese. And then I I take the sliced cheese and I, I put it in my bag. <laughs> not like by itself. It's like that no, processed cheese. No, that's yeah, yeah. I've seen many homies like offer pieces of that, you know, in exchange for like your really good meal, and you're like, I don't want your. That's so real, yo, dog. You want no bulla? You're not a man. I'm enjoying my KFC Tuesday Tuesday plate right now. I don't want. But what it is, though, some people they get tired of meals. Like I remember my elementary school, I was the patty guy, so I always had beef patties. Yeah, and some guy had the wings. Another guy always had a wrap. Yeah, so, you yeah, know, yeah. you always get tired. So, eventually, like, okay, you can take my cool patty because you haven't had a patty. I in know a while. those ones, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the hot wings because you've been having wings every year. You know? No, I was the guy. See, I. Fuck. What, referencing my age again. When two. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. When, when uh, uh, a meal at this place called uh, Super Choi was literally $2.14. You got three chicken wings and, and rice with all the honey garlic sauce on top. She'd be like, two, one, four, two, one, four. I would literally go around it. It's nine people and be like, yo, you got a quarter, bro? You got a quarter? You got a quarter? <laughs> literally nine different people <laughs> give me a quarter and fucking supply my lunch. Like, community. Cool. Yes. Shout out to community. Shout out to the community, yes. man. Shout out to the Takes community. Takes a village to feed a child, literally. <laughs> and <laughs> to make a, uh, a series. Uh, back to the next stop. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Speaking of a village, you guys did have a lot of actors that haven't had a lot of experience, but still, yeah. you know, did their thing. Martika. Yep. Body bag. Shad's body bag. Yo, sh- honestly, Shad's hilarious. One, okay, one thing about being in the edit suite and going through all the footage, I did not. Re- I knew that she needs spoke fast. Oh, she speaks quickly. But like going through the takes, I'm just like, fam, just like fam, yo. And then she had to do like a, 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 a um, she had to do a temp voiceover read before yeah. she got the real one. I'm just like, holy smokes, fam. <laughs> I'm gonna try to cut this, but she did a great. She did a great job. She did a great job, yeah. and it's funny because like we even had like you know uh, family ties in it because Millette, who was in, um, who's in season one, her sister played opposite of Shans in Radius. I thought it was her, you know, from season one. Listen, when I, I was saw like, her face, I'm like, they look so familiar, but something's different. I didn't know what it was. Right, right. It's just like, oh wow, like y'all look the same. They age, both killed it though. Yeah, yeah. No, that that was a fun episode. I shout to Sajay for writing that. Sajia, that's a J, man. And I, when I when I read the script, I was just like, "Yeah, no, I need to cut this because of how it moved. It was so like it was so punchy, it was so fast, it was like dry a, humor, a lot of that yeah. too, and just because of different scenarios that she's in and everything. I was just like, "Oh yeah, no." And obviously, dating in Toronto, like I heard Sajay's voice through a lot of characters. Yes. <laughs> yes. I heard it. There yeah. are times where I was like. So Jay wrote that part 100%. for sure. The for video sure. is toxicity? Really? <laughs> it's definitely really? her. It's definitely her. Moose knuckle jacket wearing bastard children. <laughs> really? That is Yo, a J to You a know team. what I loved? What was the part? The man said, I got the boots up. Don't worry. And he's just, or the bottles or something oh, like that. From the bright time and he's like, like where, you, where you even work? He's like, Pickering. Pickering. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Dev Dog's just looking at him like, Yo, what's wrong with this suit, dog? Like, he no. doesn't say a word. He just looks at him like, and then the scene changes. I was yeah. dead, bro. Shout out to um, Mariana Corey. She was the other editor on uh, Next Stop. 
Um, she's she's talented, very very talented, very accomplished. Uh, so it was it was great for me to work with another editor and an assistant editor. Shout out to Shane Hontiveros. Because you got to shout out your AEs, okay? They take <laughs> care of you, all right? Um, it's, it's, it's the, it's the uh, little-known positions that people do not really appreciate. Like, you know, the, gaffers. P, the PAs on set, the gaffers, the grips, lighting, yep. sound, everybody who ADs. contributes to it. Exactly. Yo, shout so. out to the people that be holding them mics over top. Oh, <laughs> boomers. Boomers. Yeah, boomers. Yeah, man. Them niggas' arms are jacked. <laughs> have, to be. have to be. Have to be. Yeah. How did that feel, the transition between... You know, you running your own little small, you know, the first the first season was just you guys off the strength of whatever resources yeah. you had yeah. to now big full, production craft services to an extent, <laughs> you know, full production. Yeah. You had all the people needed on set to shoot this to the best of its ability. Like now that you had all this new, I won't call it power, but like, right. You had all this, all this new power to do all these amazing yeah, things. And, and honestly, how did you handle that? It goes back to um uh you know shouting out uh, Amar who really and I and I know for a fact that he definitely helped you know Jabari Tashan Phil through that transition into television because that is his strength he's a, a doc filmmaker and whatnot mm-hmm. and this is his first venture as an EP for a TV show but he's worked on TV. I've, you know, had the privilege of editing uh, television for the past eight years as an assistant editor and as an editor. HGTV, NBC, MLSC. Talk to them. 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 Who wants this man? Superstar. I don't flex a lot, but listen, I've done some things, okay? Like, shout out to Open House Overhaul. I did that. Hometown. Hometown Takeover. Um, uh, that Sarah show. You did oh, Sarah off the grid. Sarah yeah, off the grid. I was a, yeah, I was AE on that too. You did uh, recently, Lily Singh. Yeah. yeah, beginning. Can you believe it was beginning of this year? That was this. That was January. Oh, hold on. Was, wow. Time is not real. Yeah. So wait, was she doing that out here, or were no, you no, in the she, states? She was in LA, but it was obviously remote. Mm, so I was right. just working off my laptop and my server. How'd monitor. you get that opportunity? I was actually found by an executive producer of the show through Twitter. Mm. Oh, okay. And so he hit me up through my site and he's just like, Hey, how's it going? Just like I'm looking for editors and whatnot. And what do they look for when they're when they're gr- like I don't want to say grading, but right. um I guess evaluating your editing skills. What are some of the things that they look for to be like yeah, that guy. Well, they definitely want to see your reel. You have to have a reel because you know, I'm still in a visual. I'm a, I'm in a visual medium. Mm-hmm. You, know, like, you know what I mean? Like regardless if I'm working in TV, doc, or spot. So it's good to have a website. It's good to have your work showcased somewhere. Like yeah. even if it's just uploading on YouTube or private <clears> links <throat> and whatnot, so that you can continually showcase your work. Yeah. And so I think is the. Uh, it was great timing because of the fact that there was this great racial awakening of 2020. <laughs> the BIPOC awakening. <laughs> so, so like, I, don't think I, I, don't, I don't necessarily think that I was a diversity hire, but I just think of the fact that, like, I know that Lily was, well, what I was told is that Lily was going a different direction from season one of her show, being in studio, to being something that was more of a natural fit to her, being, like, Thank in God the house too, yeah. and everything else. Like, yeah, getting back to, like, her roots. It so worked. That, Right, and it, it was, was a lot a better of... than it was way more digestible. I'll put it Ooh, that way yeah, than yeah. the first season because yeah. the first season was out of her element. 
It was completely Absolutely. out of her element. They asked way too much of her and set her up for failure. Yeah, that's right. that was my entire thing on it because I do know she's a very very hardworking person. Right. Um, she has an array of skills. She's not like just a one lane type person. She right. speaks to a very large audience. Right. <clears throat> and I think another part of the problem is a lot of part, a large part of our audience isn't even awake. Yeah, they, when they this set her is up. on. They set her up, man. <laughs> so it's like they even set her up this year. I'm just like, damn, you don't put her on like one thirty in the morning. You guys got to put her on six seven, bro. Like if you're gonna attack her thing, core audience, yeah, but the like, thing is, it's just like that's why it's a matter of like they put a lot of stuff on YouTube, like a lot of the segments mm-hmm. on YouTube because of the fact that you. She can't go up against like Jimmy Kimmel and all those guys. Well, they're all digital too, right? Like right. they t- they kind of changed the digital landscape of YouTube in right. not not a good way at all. Um, before them, when they came through, that's when advertisers really started looking at what was happening on the mm-hmm. videos, mm-hmm. and that's when Walmart pulled, and that's when twenty, thirty other companies pulled, and everybody's revenue went half or sixty okay. percent below what you were normally getting every month. And it was because of those late night shows coming yeah. onto the platform, yeah. blurring the lines between TV and digital. Yeah. And now the companies are like, okay, we got to What's going on in digital now? And now everything, like you guys put out the the series, everything's got to go digital at some yeah. point. Yeah. Um. And with her audience, it's just like, first of all, on top on top of everything else, it's so difficult, and I don't think we talk about it enough. That transition between, um. Being a person that makes content for children or families, family content, and wanting to be an adult at times, too. Right. You know what I mean? Because she's kind of trapped in a box if her core demographic are children. Or young girls and stuff like that. And people who are not used to her swearing, expressing her sexuality, all these things, which... Kind of was a large talking point in majority of the first seasons. Like, yo, yeah. I'm a Pride Month and um, I'm a brown girl doing a white man's job and all these different things yeah, that yeah. her audience can't connect with yet. Like, they're not old enough to even know what's going, what's going on like on, that. Yeah. And, and even s- trying to get a new audience of people who, like, watch traditional late night, they were just like, who I is don't, this? I don't get How this do you yeah. What is this you know format even? Exactly. They didn't even follow, like, late night format. They tried to to an extent, but... Threw in a bunch of different things that just were too YouTube-y on a TV right. landscape. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Right. And although they may work on YouTube, people are programmed different to look platform. at things a different way. Right. Yeah. Regardless yeah. of what, if it's a screen or not. If I'm looking at an iPad screen, I'm looking. I'm thinking something completely different on my TV. Right. Yeah. And so they really set her up in a poor way. And I like the direction that they took in the second yeah. season. Yeah. It seems like she was a lot less stressed out. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the fact that, like, you know, she was still writing and acting and directing a lot of sketches and, and the fact that, like, you know, getting all the guests and giving them late-night platforms. Mm-hmm. Like, the first the first interview that I cut uh, was uh, Sweetie, the interview with Sweetie. Mm. So, and that was cool. And everything was, like, it was funny because there was a moment where uh, Sweetie, uh, her Zoom uh her Zoom uh, channel like just froze. Oh, we've had that with her too. <laughs> <laughs> so like it was, it was just really we need hilarious. to release Sweetie from the horrible interview. I don't think you understand how many times I've been in like 
watching her interviews like on the zoom call and i'm like god damn it girl like yeah can we up your internet please, please get, to, get to the 5g that la wi-fi right is not popping bro it's not it good sucks. remember when swiss beat started versus and he had to go yeah, to his car his car yeah. <laughs> I was like, these niggas, do you see Y'all Swiss Beats and Alicia Keys? Oh, no, 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 no. Do you see their house? Yeah, that makes sense. Their house looks like Wi-Fi. Like, it's, <laughs> <laughs> like that's where they invented it. It was their house. And they don't have Wi-Fi. Yeah. Was it Was it Teddy Riley and... and oh, that one was even oh, yeah. worse. Was Teddy Riley was in a warehouse yeah. somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> the thing that I really loved about oh, early God. verses when it's just like, all right, we have to go on one person's Instagram page. It's just like, all right, no, we got to go to the next one. So I loved just, it. It was great. It was so fun. The, it was a scavenger. It was uh, a scavenger Who has the best connection? Yeah. <laughs> and then you find a random Periscope. Like, how do you have it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was so crazy. Yeah, no. But, yeah, having, but having that opportunity and like, you know, uh, working remotely, especially you know, uh, for an American company like NBC, I'm yeah, just like, NBC. NBC. I was just at MLSC for like almost two years, and you know, to be on NBC, I really kind of took a chance for myself. I'm just like, all right, there's this opportunity here, and I can make double my pay. So I'm like, all right, and somebody recognized it's like, no, we want. You win. Like, I was recruited for mm. this thing. You know what I'm saying? And at That's the end dope. of the day, everything goes through Lily. So it's just like, you know, even when I left the show, I had to leave earlier. It was just like, no, I still thanked her for the opportunity. But just like, yo, you're from Scarborough, fam. And like, <laughs> Fact. you got a Scar, you got a Scarborough. Ed- I was the only Canadian editor. Wow. Aside from Lily herself, I think I was the only Canadian, Canadian person a part of the production. production. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. And another, and another Scarboroni at that. Exactly. Yeah, so like he chose to put a Jamaican man. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Definitely. Is that gonna? Can we get a gunshot? Can get a, I can't hear it though. But it's like I know you're pushing something. Yeah. And and they paid you in USD too. Why? Oh, Why? Getting let that me, exchange. Let me tell you something about oh. you getting paid in USD. That is some glorious shit. Oh, it's, it's like it a is nice until when you it is until you, you have to pay your look. taxes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How did it feel telling your family that you're on Peacock Plus? <laughs> I know in a Jamaican household that can be tri- quite trivial. But they're on Peacock. Nah, man, but at the same time, like, my, especially my my mom's side, like, everyone was born here. So it's, like, very black Canadian. But it was fine. It was just, I didn't even know it was on Peacock Plus. Uh, <laughs> it's like, uh, it's airing at 1.37 a.m., in Canada, so your parents that. must treat you like a star too, though. Oh my! Honestly, me and my mom have a great relationship, but it's just a matter of like she's just really proud. But she, like you know, it's just a matter of uh, I don't get like special treatment. Well, one, I'm her only. Child. I was gonna say, are you an only child? <laughs> I'm yeah on my uh, on my mom's side. I'm not I, an, only kind of an only child. Kind of. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a half sister. Shout out to my sister what, Jada. What kind of mean? We're Jamaican. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, but like all yeah, my, yes. all my, yeah, I have all half have siblings, and then siblings. all of mine are <laughs> Take um, ten. Yeah. I'm ten. not like that, okay? She has three. I have ten. I have six I have brothers three. and four sisters. I have one. I have one half sister. But yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. I was like, my siblings are all eleven plus years younger than me. So oh. I was probably pretty much like it's pretty much growing. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Me and my yeah, me and my sister are fourteen years apart, so I'm just like, yeah. Yeah. Can't relate. Yeah, it's different. <laughs> Can't relate. Yeah, your age guys are crazy. It's like two, three. Six uh, months. Trust me. <laughs> Ours is 30 seconds, like, oh, my, my, my. My dad's busy, dog, but calculated. <laughs> Strategic. My dad, I went back home 
<laughs> I don't know if that tell you guys this about when I went back to Jamaica and I realized like <laughs> I so I went to all the baby moms house if, because like my siblings are with me we're all just going mm-hmm. saying hi to moms all this stuff and I'm <laughs> I'm doing the triangulating and I'm just like this guy is crazy oh, yeah. <laughs> no, no, bro Mr. three of them are on the same like when I mean the same lap so you can oh do this lap God. around this big school, the big field. Oh my goodness! And three of them are around the. La- I said, "Me no. backside, <laughs> that man, you sick." <laughs> he was like, "I'm not commuting in Toronto." Oh. Like, <laughs> oh, I was like, "I have my father's child. I would never travel." <laughs> I'm breeding right at home, baby. I remember, I remember oh, my man. friend growing up. Her, her dad bounced between her mom and like another woman, and would have kids so similar. Like she has a brother that's born in the same month as her, in the same year, oh, and nah. everything like that. Boxside. And it was like it was crazy. That's nah, That's <laughs> It was like, and they would just go back and forth. They would go back and forth. He'd have like. One kid with this lady, then go to her mom, have a kid, and then go back to that this one. guy's apologies must have been go back elite. To this <laughs> what are you doing? I apologize. He ate had ass to. at least once. <laughs> at one point, he had to just be like, "Yeah, I'm just, I'm just bite the just bullet." I was like, "This is so crazy! Like, how did he? How was he able to? That's crazy. Manage this? Like, so the next people stop. not realize that <laughs> kids are money? Yeah, I don't get it. Then, I mean." I Depends guess. on how you use them. <laughs> yes. Sometimes they well, sometimes in their talents that, in the sense that you can get welfare off each kid or kids. No, no, are, no, yeah, no, you talking about four one k. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. he's saying it's cost to raise a kid, but then it's also like, oh, you get checks. Yeah, I mean, from every pay kid. Off. That just medical investment still. We're running a business. Baby bonus finance Ooh, I can't wait for my baby bonus. We finance these youths. Alicia is so amped for baby bonus. <laughs> can't wait for my baby bonus. I can't wait for uh, to write off this child on my this taxes. <laughs> How do babies make money? <laughs> True Capricorn. This baby, this baby needs to align with my my interests. For sure, I have a whole but marketing yes, rollout. The next, <laughs> the next stop. Um, <laughs> the next segue, apparently. Yeah, the next segue. Um, how did uh was it an all black cast? Yes. Like behind the scenes and stuff like that. That's too? incredible. Behind the okay, behind the scenes, um not all the way, but majority of it, yes, because of the fact that you had about there was less than ten of us mm-hmm. in season one. So really the emphasis and really again, it has to go back to Sharon Tomar, Scarborough Pictures and everything that he really emphasized like no BIPOC creatives behind and in front of the camera like you know in post there was a big emphasis on that yeah so it's a matter of like you know you see it everywhere like mm-hmm. the grips and the lighting technicians and the pas and like i love the fact that the cast was just like yeah this is essentially 100 percent black that's good it's because great. i was wondering like especially with the crossover when you get to those bigs those major companies and those networks yeah they like to infuse their... We were thinking... Uh, no. They don't know Jabari Weeks. <laughs> J- J- Listen, Jabari don't play. Okay, J- Jabari will fight for everything. You know oh, they saying? do know him. Okay, okay. They, they know him. Oh, they know him. God. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, how did you guys they, get the logo? What's going on? <laughs> they know him. They know him, they but they don't know him. Like, oh, no. Like, 
listen, nah, it's not one of those. Yeah, no, Jabari will not, yeah. Yeah, no, he's not just going to like he puts his foot down. Absolutely, because... Mm-hmm. Sorry, I was going to say, did CBC, like, just do the distribution, or did they, like, put together the production and all that stuff for you? See, that's more of, those are more Jabari questions, oh. Jabari and questions. <laughs> uh, I just know that they're just like, yeah, so man's got the funding, so, you know, we're doing a one-two. So I'll see you, man, next July. Sunday. It's like, okay, so, it's like, all right, you're shooting when? <laughs> when am I getting footage? All right, great. Um, but I th- I think it's just the matter of just like, you know, look, they they put season one on gem and then they're just like, all right, we're going to green light season two. And then, you know, um, Scarborough Pictures executive produ- produces everything. So it's just a matter of like, yeah, CBC gem is the distributor. It's the platform that it lives on. So that's great. But yeah, everything, amazing, is, everything was from people of color top down. You know what I'm saying? So, and there's that's a lot great. of great people on there. And uh, especially the fact that so many black creators got shine. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. So many. And all the episodes are like, you know, I'm proud of all of them. And just to see the diversity of it all, even like, you know, the, 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 the queer led episode aftermath. Yeah. My favorite acting performance ensemble because they, where the ensemble had like the, you know, the most chemistry. That yeah, it felt and super it, it natural. Was so natural. Yeah. Just like, wow. This it is... just seemed like a camera just happened to be there. Yeah. Yeah. You and know that, what I mean? That's basically like what you know Jabari, Tashawn, Phil. That's what they try to capture. Fly on the wall type vibes. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? So and that's what you got in season from season one to season two from you know beef, mosquito, uh, pool. Peppa. You know what I'm saying? And then, yeah, <laughs> even like going to pepper and whatnot. And what I really have to commend. Uh, the crew and cast for this season, the fact that they did all this in a pandemic. Yeah, I mean, I know, big. and I know Andy, can, and I know Andy can speak to like you know, um, just the difficulties of trying to like rehearse and get chemistry with all like you know your your fellow actors and whatnot. So I'm just like via Zoom. Were you, were you forced <laughs> to take? Were you forced to take? Uh, oh, wait, it's all via Zoom. I was gonna say yeah, via Zoom and they, after uh, the rehearsals do, uh, and stuff. Do the testing. Yeah, I was going to say, did you guys do testing oh, every oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to be on set oh, and testing, yeah. Damn. That was my first time getting the testing. <laughs> PCR test? Yeah. yeah. But it didn't go all the way back, though. They just... Stuck. No, that's, that was the first one. The, the rapid, first one. They had the rapid. And oh, then they did later, you, you have to the... do the... Oh, you know, nah. Touch your brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Knock you out. Yeah, that one yeah. burns, dog. Yeah, Delta Tier. Yeah, I just got one of those today, man. PCR test? Yeah. Like the deep, deep... Not fun. Not fun at all. Negative, by the way. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Antibodies. Uh-uh. <laughs> oh, not true. Right. How did you guys? Uh, how did you guys recruit Andy you into the mix? <laughs> right, right afterwards. Honestly, what I, what I do know is that um, you know Jabari to Sean, they're always keeping a watchful eye on like what's happening, who's bubbling, and at the same time, it's a lot of different conversations that like you know I'm I'm kind of involved in as well. Just like you know, who's just really doing a lot of stuff, and a lot of us know that. Andy, Dimitri, Damn Dog, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they've been around putting on videos, sure. content for the longest time. So the fact that they got looks on the television platform, I was just like, you know what? I was very happy to see, like, you know, yes. Of course, Dem Dog would be in an episode called Bright Tots. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's great that they you guys not only got that opportunity, but you got to do it in a way that's natural to you guys. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't something that was far left field for your audience or something that you guys are not accustomed to showing or whatever. It was you guys in your element. You know what I mean? Like pepper was 
uh, it was your voice. Even yeah. if somebody wrote those lines for you, yeah, it sounded like your voice. Sounds you know, it's not like you had to play that? a Carlton. I, when I got the script and I'm just like reading it. And after, um, I think Deshaun's like, "If there's anything you want to change, just let me know." I'm like, "There's barely no. anything I want to change." Like, this, <laughs> I'm reading. This, I'm like, "Yo, did I write this?" Like, right? I'm, I'm looking. I'm like, "Like, this is crazy." Yeah, like, you know. And um, I felt like that was like one of the cool things because it felt like they were like. It was like it was tailored, catered to you, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. They're very yeah. listen. I, I've been, I've seen like you know just you know uh, the mentality behind like you know how Jabari and and Tashan how they go about the creative process and they're very intentional. Just like you know, mm. just like all right, this is what this sounds like and whatnot, and this, this is who would deliver this. So yeah, it's it's really great, and even f- and that's why you know it was so natural in. Um, uh, in season one with me and Vanessa, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, obviously, like, you know, Vanessa and I are friends, but just to bring that, it, you you know how difficult it is to be like, all right, how do you take, you know, your regular everyday conversations and bring them into yep. the acting role? Because, yep. like, cameras, people get intimidated by stuff, people freeze up. Scripts and all that You know that what I'm stuff, saying? Yeah. So, but Jabari, <clears throat> Tashan, Phil, they're also collaborative, that they're open to, like, changing stuff up, making it feel natural to yeah. you. Yeah. I mean, one of my favorite lines that Andy said <laughs> in Peppers is like, Look at the violence you've done to my wallet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, Did you improvise that no, one? That's that, was, that was actually in the script. Wow. So Which is crazy because when I said it, it literally felt like this is something I would actually I guess that's like, <laughs> like, that's, like, that. So like, that's when I, there's a few other things that I ad-libbed, but that one was just like, yo, this is just so like natural where it's like, I don't even have to like memorize it. Yeah. yeah. Literally that's art the best feeling. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. what it was. And that's what I really liked about it. And like, I remember I was, I was sitting back. I'm like, yo, I'm happy I said yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because, like, sometimes, like, you know, we get a lot of messages. Oh, my God, yeah. Uh, you know, All of, the of, time. Sometimes you, know, like, yeah. you get some messages, and it's like, yo, it could be wrapped in the prettiest gift wrap. Dog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, everything looks legit. You go to their page, they look legit. All types. They show up, and you're just like, what what is, what's is, going on? The ghetto. <laughs> Yo, dog, yeah. I could have been a whole Netflix. Like, yeah, especially yeah. in the winter. Oh, don't invite me out Yo. nowhere when it's going to be like just sus vibes the whole time. Like. Especially because it was a pandemic as well. Like, I was a bit hesitant. Mm-hmm. But then after, um, I remember, like, just the way, like, uh, Jabari even approached me, it just seemed more authentic, right? And then yeah. when I was watching this, I seen, I seen Jordan in there. And I'm like, oh, Jordan's always supporting. Like, if Jordan's in here, like, yeah. I want to be in here. Like, yeah. that's how I was just looking at it. And I hadn't met, I haven't met Jordan at that point. Mm. I just knew him through Twitter. Yeah. So I'm like, holy, this guy supports so it's like, you know, I have to meet him at this moment. Yeah. I go there, I didn't meet him. You were sticks. He's an editor. Why would he be here? But um, but then I met like Tashawn, I met Jabari, I'm like, yo, these guys are mad, like mad chill, mad cool. And at that point, I didn't even know, like, CBC or anything like that. Like they they said it, but like I didn't really deep it. You yeah, know, like certain mm. things I, I just take it. Okay, because a lot of people that. just be talking. Yeah, yeah, just be yeah, saying yeah, things. Like, like, yeah, yeah, it's gonna be on this thing. You know what I'm saying? And it's hard to kind of envision the final, especially as just an, as an actor when you're for once not writing, producing, and directing your it. own stuff. You yeah, just yeah. how much easier was it to show up and just do your job? It, you know what's crazy? <laughs> like when I showed up, I was like, wow. Like when you're like example name dropping all these people like AE, DP. I'm like, yeah. I, I don't even know how this. Many people <laughs> how many moving were, parts? Were, how many moving parts? Because like when I'm shooting my own skit, I'm writing the skit, I'm editing the yeah. skit, I'm trying to control my own life. You are all those yeah. people. I'm all those roles. And I'm that like, is why like people, content creators, need to charge more because yeah. you're not 100%. just you're 100%. the talent, you're the editor, them, you're the, yep. the lighting, yep. you are the writers, yep. you're this, yep. you're that, so you're doing hats. the marketing, yeah, and you don't even realize you don't it realize until it. you get onto a real set or wow. 
Talk. Just keep talking. <laughs> or you um, <laughs> you get onto a real set or you just have a real job like in the mm-hmm. like marketing field, media field, whatever, yeah. where you see all these different positions are like out to other people. Like they and have a whole ass salary. Money. Yeah, they yeah. have a whole yeah. ass salary for one aspect <laughs> yeah. of everything you do. As an assistant editor, my first assistant editing job uh, was when I was working with uh, RTR Media. Or HGTV show. No, 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 no. This is for Slice. And then before I even got it. Because- I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I was like, you know, I quit retail. I did my internship. Like, you know, I went to Mohawk College, three years, TV broadcasting. I'm just like, all right, I'm trying to get an in- I need an industry job. So mm. I just took a chance on myself. And then when I got the opportunity, I was just like, yeah, so we're going to pay you $900 a week. I'm like, what <laughs> that kind of money exists like that <laughs> like for a creative like you know what nine hundred dollars is like that's a good check during christmas trust in retail me. trust yeah. me you know what i'm saying so it's just like yeah once you really get more into it especially editing because of the fact that that is a lot of hours behind the screen a and lot. you're doing a lot of um, you're doing a lot of cutting and you're doing like, you know, sound effects or pushing. It's that's very why meticulous. Everything. Yeah. That's why everything that like, you know, for y'all does become just like, yo, these guys are cutting on premiere and these guys are doing um, after effects and everything yep. else like that. They do their own coloring. They do yeah. like, I'm just like, yo, throw Shout everything them. at them because they do so much. Yeah. And I really have to give a lot of love to um to for y'all for all the content they put out especially with goon scrap dvd and i feel like yeah. Yeah. that really set precedence for like what's for even what's possible for us you know what i'm yeah, saying for sure because like even them having judge tycho mm-hmm. like they were backed by industry like corporate yeah. money bell glow media you essentially know what I'm saying? Yeah. to have them just like yo that's some inspiring shit and now More they got the show with crave coming up too which is amazing yeah it's like yo more of that. That's yeah. what we need more of that. And I'm just happy to see, like... We're know, getting to witness finally. the renaissance, bro. We're, cool. You're getting like, to witness it. possible in a sense. Because, yeah. like, yeah. all the things we used to look at, like, oh, okay, we're not going to put this on TV because it doesn't seem politically correct. Mm. Right, right, right. It doesn't really, we're not Canadian. Yeah, it doesn't seem Canadian. Yeah. yeah. And we're, I'm sitting at home like, I don't see these people that they're talking about. Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, two There's, There's two Torontos. There's two Canadas. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like. I didn't realize it until I did shit Toronto people say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I went into the comment section and it's people in there like, I've never heard any of this shit. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah. what? what? Like yeah. it, it it was a culture shock. Like yeah. honestly and truly for the first week, I was very confused because I didn't know if I should be celebrating this or if I was just glorifying something that wasn't it. 
Yeah. Like, I'm like, is this not it? This is what I live in growing. It was our shit. It's our shit. And then I realized, like, like, I separated Maple Leaf uh, Toronto and Raptors Toronto. That's how I look at it. Because Raptors Toronto. Hold on. Pre-championship. Pre-playoffs. And hiking prices. Before all of that. Grassroots Raptors. Like Like 2015 getting swept by the Wizards. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, uh, Carlos (laughs) Arroyo. Them times. Carlos Arroyo. Them times. Dog. Those times, if you were a fan, like Primo them pastor. times, it was like the hood was getting free twenty tickets yeah, or Sprite Zone for yeah, the youth, yeah, them. and that was like group homes and all types of shit. Yeah, so it's like yeah. people, your people, people, them are there. Yeah, yeah. And Leaf Games is completely different crowd. Yeah. They're living a completely different life. Like yeah. I'd be shocked when I look at certain shows on Canadian television that I'm like, you're still on TV. Who's watching? This? I don't know who's watching. People are watching, out bro. there the rest of religiously. Canada. Curling. City line. Fucking Not red, the red green shit. Curling. People are watching curling. I know. Bro, I mean, people are watching people curling. Are watching people curling. are watching curling. the little yeah. mosque on the prairie. Yeah. Corner yeah. gas. Corner gas, yeah. Like, corner I'll, g- I'll be looking for the Raptors mm. game. And I'll be like, okay, 30. <laughs> you see a man, hurry hard, hurry what hard. What's going on? Man's are sweeping. Playoffs. Yeah. Then you find out it's like, oh, no, this is only on TSN's three and five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dog, and it's like, you're lucky you're only seeing a little bit of that now. Yeah. Back in yeah. the day? Oh, oh my God. God. Oh, my God. Try fighting a Raptors oh game sometimes. Oh Unless Sportsnet, I remember Sportsnet used to have it, and that Channel 20, what was it, the new VR? The new, the new VR. VR. <laughs> <laughs> the new VR would have like eight games a year. You're like, ah, ah, I get to watch this shit. So yeah. NBA TV changed the game for a lot of people. Yeah. A lot of people. The score, too. Yeah. The I mean, score. Court, court what, the score was when we yeah. gained an identity. Yeah. In terms of shout basketball. Tim and Sid. Tim and Yo, Sid. Really? Shout really out to Akil, yeah, Court man. Cuts. Yeah. You don't have to remember right now, morning highlights. Hockey. 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 Baseball. Hockey. 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 (laughs) Raptors won. (laughs) Dog. Raptors are like an afterthought, fam. And it's like, the pecking order is completely different now. Completely different. It was was insane being at MLSC um, in 2019. Just like just happening to be there and just like experiencing I was that there, championship I was there to run. help during the playoff run. I'm just like, all right, well, you know, it's just like we'll beat Orlando. It's like Philly, eh, I don't know. But then all that happened. I'm just like to be there and like cutting the championship video. The and first video. Did you cut time. the shot? Did you cry? Did you cut the shot? Did you cut the shot? <laughs> what do you mean? Kawhi. Kawhi. I didn't know. Uh, oh. Jer- I was there Jerome. For the shot. Jerome. Jerome Chang. Oh, yeah, he, he what an honor. That, video for that. that was a crazy But I cut. Jeez. I almost lost my video. Toronto has won! <laughs> uh, um, uh, I, I, I never had a panic attack before, but it felt like it. That was you know, like, I was at home. Like... I watched that game at home. I was at home, too. I was sweat. from Before the game started, I'm wearing my hoodie. I'm sweating. Dog. I was sweating the whole I game. I was fretting, bro. I was hugging around And people. that game was so back and forth, back and forth. So Nobody ugly, wanted to give yeah. any room. Nothing. And I'm just like, and the last three games had been like that. I'm like, I can't do this again. I can't do this again. Yeah. And I, I was in my room with two of my boys. We're watching it. Where were you? I was at my family's house. Your family's house? With fam? With fam. Whole fam? I, you, you, know, you know those little, um, those uh, heater... 
grills. Oh yeah, they yeah, have yeah. on the floor. Oh yeah. yeah. So I didn't realize I was really close to one, and I was holding my nephew, and I was like, ah! I almost threw him in the air. And when I land, my foot went right through one of those things. I was still trying to catch him. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> the dramatic. That, I hate when something ruins best that moment. Best moment. Dog. Best moment, man. Rest, where were you? I was at the game. You were at, at the game. Imagine. Imagine. Money, my money. Uh, my, 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 my vision just. Dog, yeah. I can't imagine. Could you hear anything, brother? I like it's like you know, like when you when, like you're watching TV and it starts glitching. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was like, it was like that. It was like, it was like it was like I was I was malfunctioning. Oh That's my like, god! Like, yeah, yeah, no. Grabbing random people, hugging. Up. You know, if I was Italian, I might have kissed somebody. You know what I mean? yeah. But like, <laughs> like it was crazy. And what the was parade, the energy walking out of the stadium? It was nuts. It was like almost crazy. like it was almost like when we won. Yeah, the you know championship, I mean? yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was nuts. Like people were flooding the streets. Damn. Like I couldn't even get to my car. Man, that was like because I was at Jurassic Park uh, when we beat the Bucks in Game Six. Mm. So I hugging everybody. I I cried. I, I was, cried. In- I was like, we're going to the finals. Yeah. I was screaming that from. We walked from from Jurassic Park. Walked to Saint Andrew. I'm just like I'm like we're going to the finals. Get off at Eglinton Station. I'm walking a couple blocks to my apartment. It's like we're going to the finals. Yeah, no, I kept having to like remind myself where like what was happening. Yeah. yeah, like I was when I was watching the. Where were you when the shot happened? I think I was. I think I was at the club. We were doing like a live to air for Flow. Oh, oh, oh shit! Damn. And so we were watching. We were, yeah, we were, we were, I don't know how he knows. You guys forget. You guys forget. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Damn. Shit. Now you know. That's right. That's right. You were there? You were there. Yeah. I would have cussed on air. We, we, we were doing, um. Yeah, we were doing a live to air and we were watching on a computer screen because <laughs> we were watching at the studio and yeah. then we had to hop in the like limo and go to oh, the uh, which was in Pickering or some shit wherever it's they fucking Pickering. It. It fucking Pickering. Pickering yeah, man. and Pickering. so we are in the car Flo can't forever. Find no downtown fucking clubs. <laughs> And then we turn on the computer. We're just like in the club, like yeah. I would have cussed on air. Oh my on gosh! Could have been on the radio during that time. I, I was sitting outside, and my of foot a was party I was supposed to be hosting oh, for the Bucks game, the game oh, six. Yeah. And so I'm, we're sitting. I'm like, I'm not fucking. Are you going in? Are you crazy? Like we're waiting no. out here. Yeah. Watching on my phone. We're in Niagara Falls. Okay. At the wa- the wave pool, like that big water. Oh yeah. yeah park yeah. place yeah, yeah. there. And we won the game, and I just jumped. I had a bottle in my hand. I just jumped out, and I was like, "Go suck!" I made the video. I was like, "Go suck!" (laughs) We're going to the finals, baby. And there's a family. (laughs) Just nobody knows that about that video. There's a family walking past, and the dad just pulls his daughter. (laughs) You see this black man jump out his whip with a half a bottle of fucking henny. We're going to the finals, baby. Go suck on the water. He's yo. The man grabbed his daughter so close oh and walked away. Bro, that's wow. how you're allowed to be like belligerent. Nobody oh, could talk yeah. to me. Could, Nobody could talk to me. I couldn't swim and I got in the pool like I was it was nothing. What about this? What, what were you when you found out Kawhi was getting traded? I don't remember still. I was woken up out of my sleep. 
Yeah, I was, I was, I don't know where I was at all. I was old. I was, but I, I, actually had a it was one of those things I saw coming. Oh, I you cried. Oh, for DeRozan? <laughs> no, no, no. When Kawhi got traded. When DeRozan got traded, now DeRozan that, tra- yeah, that was, was a moment. That was tough. That was. We didn't know what was gonna happen. As soon as I see, I was amped. I'm like, we got Kawhi. Dog, when they said Kawhi, I, like, I, yup. I got super amped. Yup. I expressed my gratitude on Twitter. I was like, <laughs> I'm like, thank you, but we got Kawhi, fam. And then <laughs> bear people try to get you down like, yo, dog, but the Rosen's our guy. But like, Kawhi, Kawhi, how could they do that? Kawhi's Kawhi. But when yeah. I got scared was when they started talking about Kyle Lowry not knowing. Right. Beforehand, how he's gonna right, react. right? And I'm like, how he would be? Fuck. How would he receive? Because Kyle, in the past, has has he's worked off emotion a lot yeah, of times yeah. in his career. And if this is in defiance of the Raptors, because <laughs> think about it, that was that was yeah. Demar got traded. Casey got fired. First year, Nick Nurse. So it's just like there was it a was lot of, a lot of and then the f- trade in February. Okay, so when I got to MLSC, the trade of uh, the the JV trade for Gasol. Gasol that's, that when that's, that's when I got amped. That's when I got. I was like, Oh, Masai's doing this we're, for we're real. For that's when I got amped. I'm like, <laughs> We're, we're going, it. going yeah. for it. Like yeah. that's yeah. when I it started like Feeling becoming real. real like, yeah. and then when we beat Philly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I knew what we did to the Bucks in the regular season. I was like, like, "Oh, this is." I wasn't even scared. We lost. We lost the first two games. Like, okay. I was like, "And whatever." It's like, all right. I was like, "One, make Fred have one good game. One, <laughs> just one, because that nigga was shitting the bed yeah. the whole playoffs." And then he had his you. You come, yeah, man. Gucci game. Yo, That's what I call it. The Gucci the game. game? <laughs> no, I call it the Gucci game. Not the Band Aid game is the Warriors. Yeah, Warriors. Okay. Yeah. The Gucci yeah. game is is the when he turned yeah. up and Gucci was in game the building five. rocking a. Bucks oh, yeah. jersey, yeah, yeah. and I'm like, what the game fuck five. is Gucci doing in Milwaukee? Like, it's my yeah. favorite team. I'm like, what the game fuck? Five, <laughs> I'm like, you hate Toronto, nigga. You're so Atlanta. Like, Bro. why do you have on a yeah. Bucks jersey? That's where you know what it is. More, his most money going OT. When he was gone, uh, Migos took over the Hawks, so he can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Migos owned the Hawks. He had to find the next yeah, team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you fit in? Yeah. <laughs> That's like, I'm going to go to the most yeah. obscure spot where and no rapper who, will Milwaukee, ever come from. Yeah, the, Milwaukee. Who yeah, could you know? In my projects. Who? <laughs> oh, wait, no, KCAB, yes. KCAB's from Milwaukee? Yes, he is. Yes, he is. That's the most talented Milwaukeean I've ever heard of in my life. I actually <laughs> just found this out the other day because my lead's from Chicago, but they love, um, uh, and uh, that bitch. Oh, yeah. yeah. They, they, that's their song. Like, when I was in Chicago 2014 and 15, I was just like, yeah, like, they love this No, KCAP is an Yo, extremely talented and <laughs> underrated guy, man. Go yeah. listen to his last project. I guarantee you love it. All right, I'm going to do that. He he pops up with a hit every, like, two, three years. Yeah, I don't know it. You don't even know it's him. And you don't even know it's him. You don't know it's him. <laughs> the video, no one's ever seen the videos right. <laughs> for it's any of his like, hits. It's kind of like Soldier. Da- mm. Soldier, now, Soldier, Soldier, now, now, <laughs> now, she make Soldier. it clap. clap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't know it was him. Rick, when he said Rick, Drake Rick, 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 uh, doing a Rick and Morty dance with with Soldier Boy backstage of the Millennium Tour. Oh wow! Oh. Um, there's Rick, Rick, and they're he's teaching her how to do the dance. It was dope. It was a nice little video. Nice. But there was also another video of another artist back to, backstage that she saw, uh, one named Chris Brown. Oh god! Mm. And <laughs> what did Maurice do? 
He didn't do anything, although he did look rather high in the video. He was moving kind of janky. But um, <laughs> he basically just, she said in the video, oh, my God, can I take a picture with you? You're my fucking favorite person in the world. Who says this? Uh, Lizzo. Lizzo. To, okay. to Chris Brown. Okay. And now she is getting canceled. Oh, wait. wait. Why? Because Chris Brown's her favorite person in the world. Oh. Wait. I'm confused. <laughs> as you should really? be. That's, yeah. As you should be. Thank you. This is where we're at. That was, this is where we're it? at, folks. This is like because she likes. It's like if you support. It's like if you support a Nazi. Like that's what it's starting to feel like. It, in all aspects crazy. of this so Chris divisive Brown, Chris stuff Brown's, that we're Chris going Brown through. Brown is the Nazi. Allegedly, he's the woman beater. I guess he's a, because of his, of his, his past. past. Oh, okay. She should. He should not be her favorite person. And if that's her favorite person, that's she's a bad person. Crazy. If she's a bad person, she doesn't deserve money, fame, and her career. I really so. feel bad for Isn't Lizzo. She... Oh, sorry. Like I feel bad for her. She, she gets it from every gets angle. Always, yeah, yeah. She dragged gets her bad for whatever. Rap, she every angle. Yeah. She breathes, and it's like everyone has Lizzo an issue fucking breathes. Every <laughs> angle. She don't that's do nothing to nobody. Every no. angle she, she gets it from. Making... She's just so talented. Yeah. She's just living her life and trying to. People don't like bigger people. It's yeah. just that simple. Yeah. They don't like black people and they don't like bigger people. And yeah. she's both. Mm-hmm. And they don't. Oh, they don't, don't like be big, black, ones. and confident. Mm. BBC? Shit. <laughs> they, don't like, they don't like big people? They don't. The society innately has a bias towards bigger people, black yeah, people, black and women. confident black, people. Black women get it. Even if worse. you're not black or big, if you're confident, a lot of people will just not like you because they're not confident. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? They'll project their insecurities onto mm-hmm. you and how. They would act in that situation and yada, yada, yada. Right. And a lot of people like to humble black women. A lot of people like to humble women in general. Fam, <laughs> see all those, like, and especially what's really disturbing is, like, a lot of videos that surface on, like, Twitter, Instagram, like, of black men trying to humble black women mm. and all this other stuff. And just, like, you know, um, if if a, if a black woman bigs herself up or she's, like, you know, she's rocking, like, designer or all this other stuff. And just, like, they're trying to shame black women for having nice Sometimes. things well it's it's something that's it's shamed black pe- i would say black people in general are shamed for having nice things i know when i was younger i don't know if you guys i'm pretty sure you guys have heard this too right. you go you go you're driving on the street parents see a black your parents will see a black person in a wicked car yeah drugs drugs money like i've heard that oh, no, i've I, heard that too i've yeah, heard, heard that my <laughs> uncles my like i've obviously majority i think would say that are religious a lot of the times right. because it's like how 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 him how him get that yeah. <laughs> like yeah. it's, it's just a weird it's weird <laughs> even in our own community there are people who will look down on other people black people just making money and now you're getting to see do you like, think that's still happening now though because I feel like it's more celebratory now because of the fact that like you know uh, see, having seen black people go through so much pain, suffering, all that other stuff, mm-hmm. like we know, we know all the adjectives to describe what people like you know, like to uh, you know attach black life to. But seeing black people doing well in life in general, I feel like that's more celebrated because of the fact that there's so much bullshit around. We well, want better for our people, absolutely. Yeah. But it's just a matter of like you're doing something sick. There's definitely a lot of there's still haters mm-hmm. regardless, but it's just a matter of I, I see more celebratory stuff, especially black people from other black people, even if they don't know them, like complete strangers. Haters are gonna exist, but I just feel like I see more Well, we're showing more stuff. that we're not well, not showing more, but it's more apparent that we're not a monolith. 
You know what right. I mean? Yeah. Right. Where you can't put every black person into one box. You're seeing black lawyers at exponential rates. You're seeing yeah. Yeah. black women sports agents. You're seeing black people in every facet of the industry, where, wherever industry you're in, coding, yeah. tech, all yeah. types of shit. So, yeah. like... Now you get, it's not like you need Bill Cosby and his family on TV to show that there are affluent black of people. All, of all names? Of that all was names? the show, though. That's true. That was the show that showed, <laughs> there, was, there was a Cosby show and Fresh yeah. Prince that showed family affluent matters, black people that got their yeah. jobs and yeah. did honest work and had an honest living and were rich. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Those were our two prime examples. And they, we needed that. Yeah. Which is sad. <laughs> we needed a comedy show to show our experiences and to show that we're three dimensional. Yeah. When you could just talk to somebody. So it's like it's it's very layered, all this shit, man. All this shit's very layered. Um obviously we're not canceling Lizzo. This is it's this no, is no, dumb. No, no, no. I this feel is, so bad. No, no, no. This is Every really time. stupid. I'm not necessarily like a Lizzo fan in terms of right. her music and stuff like that, but she's such a talent. And I was actually watching um an interview like a one-on-one interview with her today because she signed to the label that i work for and so they they did this like spotlight on her and i was just like she has such a great personality i'm watching it i'm just like like maybe i just need to listen to her yeah, music right. just because like right. she See, seems I know like people such like that a are great person yeah. you know she was so thankful for the way Cardi B goes to bat for her, like, mm-hmm. but she did say that she was like, it's so hard being a black woman because a lot of times you're unseen. And then she was like, and then add in that you're fat. Mm-hmm. She was just like, like we're a ghost compared to like everybody else. So yeah, I definitely feel bad for Lizzo. And I think that everybody just needs to like champion her as much as possible. Because Every interview I've seen, she's been like, yeah. Yeah. She has such a great personality. She's funny. Like she feels like she sounds like she's herself. You know what I mean? Like she could just say whatever she wants to say. You know, it's kind of like the equivalent of that. Tiffany Haddish. Mm. Because Very it, energetic, because it really just felt like I, I. Obviously, I know that like you know they have completely different bodies. So like factoring, um, you know that for Lizzo that she gets it more so. Mm-hmm. But I think because of the fact that you know how Tiffany Haddish came onto the scene and just like people are not used to like she was just so loud, boisterous, mm-hmm. very passionate. <laughs> she's a lot. Mm-hmm. She she's a lot. Mm-hmm. She's a big personality, and it's just like she couldn't do anything. Without people just being like, oh, my God. like yeah. what's, what's A lot of that life? she did to herself as well. True. She was on true. Clubhouse saying some pretty pretty what's wild she stuff. She was accusing doctors of things, especially early on in the pandemic, and a lot of misinformation rooms. It was, just, it was getting oh, kind of messy. Oh, this before Android got the Clubhouse. Club, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I missed all that. I missed all <laughs> it was, that. It was, yeah, it was a little messy. It was he a little wasn't messy. Then she kept defending. <laughs> she kept defending her friends, or rightfully so, but her friends who were in like public hot water like Kevin Hart and stuff like that. Mm. And so they call start calling her pick me, all types. You know how it goes. Yeah. You can't you can't have differing opinions or else you're the enemy. I don't know. <laughs> like just cancel culture stuff is kinda weird. I feel like you can't really cancel people. It's, it's the like, internet. It doesn't exist it doesn't, in real life. It doesn't, yeah. You don't it actually doesn't. get cancelled every yeah. time. If they my should, fan base is me, like you know what I mean? Everyone who thinks like me, how are you gonna cancel them? Yes, you can't cancel. This is what this is what I said about you know, Boozy. Like, right. This is what I said about Boozy. Boozy. I'm like, you can't cancel Boozy. There's All his fans so many think, think like, like him. Yes. That's yeah. why he's saying this. Yeah. Like they okay. wouldn't listen to his music unless the man yeah. spoke to them. To, they don't listen to his music. Ever. As soon as the song the man said I pissed the whip with dude for like forty times. I'm like, what? 
40 times? You know how wild Boosie is? You know how wild is? Yo, just listen to his lyrics. He was in the bin. He's a yachty, low key. He's a yachty, low key. He dresses like one. He acts like one too, man. I mean, you can cancel R. Kelly, though. I mean, but look how long it took to cancel R. Kelly. But that, was and that, when they first tried to and that goes back to our our disrespect and uh, view of black women. Like, mm. it, look how many black women said it for over a decade. Yeah, yeah. people saw how the video girls. with a black woman yeah. and still did nothing. It's it took, not even women; it's, it's girls. girls. Like, how many that's, girls? That's yeah. it's girls. That too, it's little girls. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and taken yeah. from families and put through all of that hell. You I mean, know now I mean? they're saying little boys too, and the human trafficking. Yeah. And, and the thing like, is, like, he still has a lot of defenders, especially from like older generations. Oh, absolutely! Oh, yeah, the Boondocks episode. In oh, yeah. a lot of Real. ways, I feel like yeah, they're defending Real. their generation and their time. Mm. You well, know what I mean? So because, many artists. but you will have people even in the same light where like people will get canceled for old words or things that they tweeted, right? Yeah. And you'll have other people defend them, but they're really defending their time. Like they're defending, yeah. yo, that time the, everybody was Everyone saying that. Was that's, yeah, who, yeah. that's just what it was. And that not acknowledging time, that it was still you know wrong. I mean? yeah. yeah, you know what that's I mean? What like, they say. two things can be right. Yeah, yeah it could have been at the times. And yeah, you still probably were wrong. You know what I mean? And just because society didn't tell you you're wrong, you know right from wrong. You're indulging yeah. in some. A lot of the things we indulge in are culture, shock culture shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. shock culture at its root means you have to go against the grain. Yeah. If you're going against the grain, you're probably saying something not a lot of people agree with. So then I guess right. so like with tweets, whatever, right? Like mm-hmm. people making past tweets. So let's say someone makes a tweet in like high school or first year uni or whatever. As soon as you start winning, it's over for you, brother. We are pulling your car. Fam. Let me see you post a whip online. <laughs> the digging begins. At so that in 2009, yeah. <laughs> you said blackie. What does yeah. that mean? Huh? <laughs> telling you, you yeah, can't, no, and you is, can't yeah. change. You can't grow. Yeah. You're not allowed. You're not allowed to grow. No, no, no. no. Well, come on, <laughs> grow oh on the God. internet. Account- Impossible. Accountability for yourself. Damn. Impossible. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. are. Yesterday's price was. Well, Still yes, today's yeah, price yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for you. Yeah. Like that's yeah. just what it is. Mm. Nothing's changed. That's what it is. Uh, yeah. But R. Kelly has been found guilty on racketeering and sex trafficking. Um, and he's, I'm assuming a sound effect. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. You know what I mean, so he. It was the gunshot and then popcorn. <laughs> yes. Um, so he's already facing life in prison. Mm-hmm. Uh, with pending cases in other uh, states that he still has to deal with, like pretty sure that was just a federal case in New York, and now he's got to go to Illinois to actually face Illinois state charges. Mm. Um, so, <laughs> look, girl, for bread, I still. Man, you must um, serve three lifetimes. In all jail. I'm hearing is that Kanye. Uh, <laughs> Someone's going to jail tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Guess who's going to jail tonight? Oh, man. Yo, that man, the memes that they posted after that nigga oh, went guilty, man. bro. I oh, was man. crying. They're yeah. talking about the man, um, <laughs> how it found the, the man that won talent show last year <laughs> when he heard R. Kelly's oh, yeah, coming yeah, to yeah. the <laughs> Bro, oh, I was crying. <laughs> Niggas was like, let me hear oh, you say two, two. two. See, <laughs> you better two, two that ass up, boy. <laughs> I'm a flirt oh, too, R. Kelly. This one comedian, Dino, uh, Dino Archie, was talking about uh, 
he was very safe in his delivery too when he was speaking when he brought it up. He's like, I'm not, I don't want to talk too much about R. Kelly, mm. but I do want to talk about the sketches. Cause like you know he's guilty when even in the sketches, the motherfucker looks guilty. <laughs> Everybody was there's just pictures of like people pointing and then R. Kelly's like, oh, it was like he's guilty even through the sketches. Man. Yeah, no, R. Kelly. Oh, um, my God. Yeah, no, I like I still don't feel any ways about like in terms of supporting the music and all that stuff like. Not at all. I'm still good on it. I haven't yet to listen to any of that. I haven't. Like, it all. hasn't changed my life yeah, at all. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I took I wish out the catalog, and I'm still wishing. I'm fine. I'm yeah. good. So it's like I don't think I, people who are still fighting to to listen to his catalog and stuff like that. I'm not gonna personally hate you for that. Right. But I see that seems to be the the thing now. If you do anything that's in support of that person's career, that's you're been a canceled, terrible person. You now are yes. that person, probably. Yeah. You're not oh, even like no. you're not even just a terrible person. You support what that man does, so how he lives his life. You would do that too, and so, I would never think that of someone. If you're in the spot and you start playing R. Kelly, I might go on my phone or yeah, you yeah. know what I mean not, I'm not gonna indulge you're not gonna see me singing at the top of my lungs but yeah. I'm also not gonna hold it against people yeah. right. personally right. I mean, is because it's hypocritical is listening to R. Kelly behind doors like and, and not listening to in the public like people saying the n-word behind closed doors and, yeah. I mean yeah. that's how it's viewed to a lot of people yeah, that's how it I would is. see it yeah. like, that's how, really that's how it's viewed R. Kelly behind the, behind the scenes like oh, yeah, they're not person like you? you're, you're probably never gonna hear R. Kelly in the club again Oh, you probably 100%. are. No, you're going to. You probably you're are. Really? You probably to. are. You're going to. People They're who support sure. that man are in those environments. You're going to. Especially, <laughs> okay, maybe not big clubs <clears throat> in like metro areas, right. but like if you go to a small town or something like that, oh, and they yeah. have Niggas like a little bar and whatever, for sure. Mm. But like I even went to um, my friend's house a couple weeks ago and it was like, it's like a family like a family friend so the mom was there and all her friends are there and stuff like that and then they went and they put on r kelly <clears throat> and they're just like singing and dancing and then Step me and one of like of yeah oh, I'm not supposed to do that. <laughs> i've yeah. actually caught myself singing an r kelly song yeah like while i was already wavy it just came on in the middle of a mix and i started singing it about three four bars i'm just like, like Wait. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I've done that too. It's like being around your your gay friends at a dance hall party. <laughs> what should you do when the DJ plays your favorite tune? Don't sing it. Dog. Yeah. It's yeah. like, yo, what do I do I dance Chichima oh, like this is a big tune, you know. Yeah. And they start singing it and you're just like, what do I do? Like right, right, right. That's wild. Um, but yeah, I just sat there and me and like one of the younger girls were just like, uh, they're all like, get up and dance with her. We're like, no. When they grab your hand and they the do next, that. Sing the next song. You know now you're mean? making me dance <laughs> to it. Especially because you guys are on Instagram Live. Like, I am not getting caught on Instagram Live. (laughs) That's the thing. That would be a great Black Mirror episode. No, Black Mirror has enough... They have, they have enough material. They were they started yesterday. Facebook was down. Fam, that was WhatsApp was hilarious. down. Instagram was down. All Facebook related things were down. And um allegedly 
People who work at Facebook couldn't even get in the buildings. Their badge yeah. wouldn't work. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. how oh, yeah, deep the hack was. Facebook serve, because I'm, Facebook. I would assume that Facebook would have their own security system yeah. that they've invested in. And if that's, if Facebook doesn't exist <laughs> as a DNS, yeah. then yeah. you don't exist as, as an employee, nigga. That's crazy. <laughs> wow. Like that was the wildest five hours I've, I love when we're all collectively going through something on the internet because the it's internet great, just yeah. gets it's so great. fucking funny. It's so great. You start oh. seeing people just like, you still have a Twitter account? <laughs> Yo. Like, people, people actually came on a Twitter at that moment. They always yeah. do. Yeah. Even at if Instagram's moment, down for an hour, yeah. like, you'll see everybody fl- yeah. start Going flooding over. over. Twitter <laughs> was like, hi, literally everyone. Yeah. <laughs> and then you could no longer reply to that tweet. The theories <laughs> I saw were astounding. I love also when it's something that is very minor. But to some people who are on edge, like, this yeah, is it. This is, the this is it. Yeah. Yeah. People were bunkering up. Mm-hmm. I seen Ooh. a nigga say, in five hours, Twitter will be down. It's, it's starting people. <laughs> like, oh, <my> <laughs> like, and he was dead serious. And like, the end has begun. Yo, I made an end of the world playlist. Um, If you guys want to download that. Oh, my gosh. On Spotify. It's on, it's on Spotify. I got End of the Road, obviously. Yes. You got to start off with End of the Road. Yes. Um, I put Aerosmith. Don't want to miss a thing. I started of you when I did it. Not the Armageddon anthem. Um, <laughs> I Need You Now by Smokey Norfolk. Wow. That's a, a big tune. Wow. Uh, I Need an Angel by Ruben Studdard. <laughs> I gotta have Ruben. Dog. Yeah. Gotta have Ruben. Uh, the, the Last Days and Not Let Go by Vibes Cartel. I think that was appropriate. That's life, you know. <laughs> Fuck. It, but no, people were dead ass like thinking, especially if you're an anti vaxxer. Mm, those oh five hours, bu- those first three hours must have been a little shaky still. Like, yo, hold on, hold on. Is the internet shutting down? This is how it begins, you know. Because <laughs> I would have, I would have definitely started going microchip immediately. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. oh, every vaccinated person is done out here. Oh. They're finished. This is the battle. What would you guys do? They're testing the 5G towers. Man. What's the first thing you're doing 5G if the internet towers. is down for a week? A week? A week. Play some sports. The internet, not social media. Sleep. The internet is down for a week. Are you fretting or are you enjoying life? Play well, sports. Shit, I can't work, so I guess I'm outside. Yeah. Oh, can't work. No, I can't work. You oh, gotta, no, you brother. I'm in the summer, so. I'm going to tell you right now. I can still talk to my lady because still talk on the phone. I'm going to tell you right you now. Call your old criminal friends. I'm preparing for doing. the worst. <laughs> that week, I'm training. I'm doing all type of take, dog. I, I, like, Train the for internet what? for a week. But Think of a time that's ever happened in life. Never. It's you never happened. Week training. A week. You're, you're not prepared. I'm training for. Oh, I'm a week prepared. <laughs> <laughs> What's better, yeah. zero weeks or one <laughs> week prepared? <laughs> well, hold on. Technically, technically, we've lived through that because remember the blackout. We never used blackout. Yeah. yeah. Blackout. Oh, I know we were. I know we were youths. I know we were youths. And we were on the internet. I didn't know like Aguan. The internet yeah. wasn't fast enough for it to be super relevant to me. True. It wasn't. Also a we were. We were like. We were still at the point where porn like. You couldn't just go watch a porn video. Video? <laughs> Nico, you got hours? Like, no way. You could you can see porn pictures, and that's still... Yeah. It was doing that loading back in them times. Yeah. So, that I always argue that's the best time of humanity. When we oh, had the internet, we but could we use like, it, but we couldn't we need it. We need weren't obsessed it. We didn't need it, it yeah. at all. It was just yeah. a resource. Yeah. That's when the world was perfect. Yeah, when it was Ask <laughs> before Ask Google. You ask that yeah. nigga if he's gay, I'm jovial. Everybody did it <laughs> in grade six. 
That was like the first question you asked Jeeves. Are you gay? Is it a robot on MSN? A robot? No, no, you don't know yeah, what? a robot at MSN. That's wild. He'd be like, he'd be like, hello, <laughs> robot. <laughs> hello. <laughs> You're talking to AI. <laughs> Those guys were collecting your data from Yo. then. And like oh, other scary man. things, people were pulling up about how Facebook, like, well, I, I guess all these apps, you can request your profile. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from them, and they can show you a file that they have, well, everything you've ever every deleted, everything you've ever uploaded, everything is there, <sighs> just sitting there to sell to other people, because they're selling you to like thousands of companies and making buku money. Every yeah. time you sign in with Facebook or anytime you sign with terms them. and agreements, yeah. and then you sign them, it's like, all right, I give. You're basically you're giving consent to yeah. all that stuff. And you they have, even know how quickly you sign the agree. You scroll right down. But if you scroll reading. right down, they know you scrolled right down and just yeah. pressed agree. And they will use that eventually. I'm waiting for the day where I, I agree to some shit and someone just comes knocking about, oh, but you said right here. Because yeah. <laughs> the amount of shit that I just went, are you dumb? I'm not reading all of this. Except, agree. So did you guys all watch the social dilemma? Yes, I did. Okay. Yeah. And my dilemma is social. Yes. <laughs> like, it's a scary, scary world out there when it comes to social media and... um. Which is, I think that's probably why with the whole vaccination thing, I've never been too, like, against... Like, I understand what's happening, and I'm not completely against bullying people into doing something or mm-hmm. coercing them into doing it. It should be their own choice. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm also on the side of, yo, what do you think, like, you have to lose at this point? Right. What, what part of you do you think is not out there? That right. they don't have. Right. Yeah. That's my whole thing right. about this. It's like, what do you think you're hiding? If there's a chip, it's right here. It's here. Yeah. It's, here. it's been here. <laughs> they listen to you and you know that and you still carry it around. Yeah. You see your Instagram chip. ads. You yep. see them catered to you. Yep. And you still use it every day. Yep. But a vaccine is where you draw the line. That's why I don't get <laughs> That's why I don't understand. Yeah. So it's like... Uh, Privacy is an illusion. Freedom is an illusion. All these things. Free. Somebody Everything was arguing is. with me this week that free will is a thing. I'm like, yeah. shout out oh, to Andrew yeah, Wiggins. Here we go again. There's a video they posted. Was it Buju? Yeah, it was Buju yeah, talking yeah. about free will. Free and will. he got it right in the start. He's like, free will is not me giving you options. And then you choose. That's me giving you a choice. Idiot. <laughs> he was so mad. When a Jamaican man pronounces every letter, he is pissed. That idiot. I was like, but then yeah. he got, went on to say what free will is. Like, I can choose this or this or this. There are no options. I just choose what I want. I'm just like, that's still no, not free still will, brother. And yeah. choices because you have options to choose from. Regardless, how you get, how are you choosing? Based on history, education, your surroundings, who you've grown up with, all these things have influenced your decision. Mm. Anything influencing something cannot be free. Yeah. It's impossible. Mm. It doesn't make any sense to me. The concept I can't wow. I can't I can't wrap <laughs> my head around that. If you if something unless you are a genius constantly, constantly operating on original thought. Right. It's impossible. Who's operating on original thought out here? Because Nobody. Because we all have, it's we based all on have influence. influence. Yeah, exactly. Everything's based on influence. influence. Yeah. You can't live your life without it. So it's like this 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 thing of freedom is like it's such a funny word and it's, it can't be just one thing that people are saying. It's got to be like there's got to be different definitions of freedom because if you think you're free to literally do whatever you want, 
You won't get far in life. Your idea of freedom is really like you at least have a choice, mm-hmm. but it's like not many to choices. As a, yeah, as live, opposed yeah. to like a place like China where they won't give you the choice. They'll or just, North right. Korea. Or North That's Korea. my thing. It's like you know, they're going to force it upon you. Yeah. So force and freedom are really the, you know. You're not free. You're freer. That's yeah. all it is. <laughs> You're just freer than other places. Majority yeah. of other places. They have no choice. You have a couple. Mm-hmm. But they still lead to you making the decision. And you might have better choices choice. than them. Yeah, right? they want you to choose. Even right? when you think you're choosing something that's not there. Yeah. Like, they're, they're guiding you. They're guiding you, bro. They're guiding, they're guiding you. And this is why, like, the whole, we're talking about, you know, uh, social dilemma and the algorithms mm-hmm. and how people are so divisive on this vax and anti-vax stuff. And I'm like, yo, if my if I type into my computer some shit that I've been leaning towards the whole time, you think it's not going to show me the answers I want? Right, a man on TikTok uh, googled his coffee bad for my eyes. Found mad articles. Coffee's bad for your eyes. Googled <laughs> is coffee good for my eyes. Found mad articles said coffee's good for your eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, what's so the what's truth the anymore? Yeah. What's the yeah. truth? It could be good for your eyes, <laughs> and yeah. it could be bad for your eyes. So right. Look at leaning into your bias will always show you, especially on the internet. You will always get the answer you want. Mm-hmm. You always get the answer you're digging for, like mm-hmm. no matter what. And some people will look. That's why it's like um, I compare it to horoscopes. Because a lot of people will look at horoscopes and they're like, yep, that's me, that's me, that's me, but that's me. But it can me. apply to so many people. Oh, my God. It can apply to Like, what? The horoscope warriors. <laughs> You've had some uh, some female he, counterparts that he have sounds really traumatized. You out. <laughs> <laughs> he said it, the horoscope warriors, and he looked yeah. down. Shook his head. How many women ask you about your birth chart, sir? Oh, my God, what are you? <laughs> I have yeah, shit. I know what I am. Shit. And then when you say it, you're Capricorn, like Capricorn, I've heard something about some something rising. I don't, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what's your moon sign? Yeah, all what's your sun thing. rising? Yeah, all that jazz. I don't even know. <laughs> you but gotta then, tell them. You gotta thing... tell horoscope people that you're a different sign. Like do that moving forward and watch them still act like they know oh, who you know, are. Yeah. I see. I understand your energy. This Never tell them who you <laughs> actually are. Just make up a, a, a different one. And watch them go off. Have and just you done that? Watch. Oh, I do it all the time. Oh, really? I do it all the time. Yeah. I just like watching it. Because yeah. they, they're so, like, they, they're so convinced yeah. that they know. Yeah. They know. And I do believe in horoscopes. I just don't believe in how man has interpreted it. Yeah. Right. I do think, obviously, the stars have to have something to do with us. They've made us. Right. So it's like. Have you heard this, of the secret language? There's this, there's this thing called a secret language, and I don't know. It, it ties to astrology and numerology and all these other things. Okay. But this is the one thing that I've read about myself based off my birth date, and it was the one thing that actually scared me the fuck out. Like, I was freaked out because I'm like, mm. no, 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 this is too accurate. Let me type in another birth date. And I'm just reading all these things of, like, the people, like, my mother's birth date, my sister. Uh, so I'm reading every single person's, because they tell you the type of the person you are based off the day you were born, the week you were born. The this, hour, the, the, everything. You know, so I was born, I forget exactly what the thing was on my day, but I was born within the week of the empath. Mm. I'm a very empathetic mm. person, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, okay. This you think is, this is a placebo effect? Well, no, because I was trying to read other dates to see if they would apply to me too. I'm like, no, none of this applies to me. None of this. And I kept on searching and kept on searching. And every time I, 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 I did the test with another person that typed in their birth date, they're like, no, this is too scary that I'm reading about myself written you know, from another person's perspective, but they're literally writing word for word who they felt they were, but in, in different words from how they would explain it to themselves. That's crazy. Is so, that a secret language? Yeah, it's sln.org. 
me or something like that. I'll, I'll, I'll you, you got to get your there. significant it's other really to crazy. read your I, date. I, I, from I think that would be the ultimate test. Yeah, I think, was, I think I think it would be best to get your significant other to read and be like Am what I your really day like is, this? you know, because wild. they have the best interpretation of you, yeah, being yeah. the people that you hang around the most, yeah, yeah. Right. and they know they kind of got a good grasp on you. And you could be biased to yourself, like with a lot. Oh, I am cunning. Yeah. I, am <laughs> <laughs> I am a thrill seeker. <laughs> you know what I mean? And they're like, no, and you like, this you is the not same you at all. This time. is my cousin. <laughs> like, but when you start yeah. reading about the stuff that the dark things about yourself that no one knows. And you're like, wait, why am I reading about myself? And how did you know the dark stuff about me that I don't want people knowing? What trips me out is angel numbers. Because yeah, I, I heavily believe in this shit. I, I see you see, you see, guys see my face right now? I know. I'm All I'm hearing is witchcraft, witchcraft. So angel numbers, if you didn't know, is like the specific time. Well, not necessarily specific times, but like. Um, a sequence of numbers that you see, whether it be an address or a time or jersey number, whatever it is. Angel numbers. So, like, you'll 11, see 111 or 1111 or 222, 333, 444. Usually repetitive yeah. numbers, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. And there's, like, different charts um, saying, like, what each of those numbers represent for you when you're seeing them. And I didn't... I've never dabbled in any of this shit before. I didn't believe in any of it until I met someone that was an empath. A little deeper than him in being an empath because she could, like, juju and obia. She could yeah. see things and, like, oh. visions and, like, she could see, like, your past life, all types of shit. And she learned it from her village in the Philippines. It was, like, it's, like, a thing that's passed down mm -hmm. from um, the grandmother to the granddaughter, passed down, and they continue to pass it down as a gift of what that person could do. Mm -hmm. And she started telling me about angel numbers. She's like, yo, you should pay attention to the numbers around yo, you. be careful the people that you're socializing with. <laughs> I mean, be careful, Be careful of the people that you're socializing with. Go to school. I wouldn't, listen, I would never <laughs> normally believe in some of this shit, but some of the stuff she's telling me, it was in, like, there's no way she could have known it. Like, mm -hmm. she's telling me about my dead homie. Like, she's never met him. He died in 2009. Like, there's no way she could know any details about him. And she described him. That's crazy. You shook this person's hand? behind that smile is real. This guy, wait. This guy, wait. Shook that person's hand? Give me a look of concern, dog. He's going to go home and cleanse himself. He definitely wants some hand sanitizer right so she told me to start paying attention to the numbers, right? Yeah. And when I did, um, it was like, I can't remember what number it was that I kept seeing over and over again, mm -hmm. right? And I went and looked up what it meant, and exactly what they said was happening in my life at that moment. So I'm like, mm. okay, that's a little odd. Mm -hmm. Whatever. Keep moving. Start seeing 1234. Like, I think I saw it every day for probably two weeks. It, was, it didn't make any sense to me. Looked up what that meant. While I was looking it up, I got a call. Stopped the call. When I was done the call, started looking at what it, what it was saying. It was like, what just happened on the call? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I'm just like, this is, no, no, no. Mm -hmm. And now I'm just so subconscious. Like, I'm, I'm always looking at the time to be like, yeah. yo, like. Am I going to see something? This I is, started, me a punch buggy effect. 
Bro, maybe, but I started making decisions <laughs> at the time. <laughs> I started making decisions on the time. So, like, if I saw the time and I was thinking about something, I would just do it, whatever it was. Like, I was thinking at that time. I would just listen to it. And every time I did it, something bigger would happen from it. And I couldn't explain it. I still can't explain it because time is not real. At all. You know what I mean? Like, you have different times on different clocks. How many times did I look at the clock and it wasn't that number? Like, I'm not taking all these things in. I'm just focusing on that one thing. But And I started thinking about it. I'm like, this is religion. Mm-hmm. This is religion. Like, even if something could be a little far-fetched to you, something to just believe in yeah, that's guiding you yeah, yeah, yeah. is all people really want. Because yeah, I'm here yeah. looking at a clock yeah. as my spiritual guide. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is my Rafiki. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, I'm making decisions based on the clock. Mm. My clock could be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, it's it's very, very interesting, all that. All that stuff, that juju stuff, or whatever you want to call yeah, it. Yeah, I literally. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yo, it's just like, yo, I don't trust this man right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like some people, you just wave at them. <laughs> so, yeah, R. Kelly's see, going to jail for life. I see 11 11 like every single day, both times, yeah. all the time. We were talking like, to a psychic, and that happened. Yeah. We were talking right. to a psychic on the show. A psychic? Brought us. We did a Ouija board. We brought a psychic on the show. and To sit here in front of you guys? No, she was on the phone. It's remote. Don't worry. He's like, I adapt you, bro. I adapt you. So, yo, she's on, she's telling us, like, just a bunch of shit about us. Like, it's just, it was mind blowing, especially this, this yeah, nigga shit. Yeah. And then she starts talking to me about my stuff. And Aren't you guys on Google? Huh? Aren't you guys on Google? Oh, but she wasn't saying Googleable stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know those. I know those. I know those. So she's, yeah, she's, uh, she started talking to me and Alicia points to the time, time that we've been recording because she knows I'm into the number shit. And it said one hour and 11 minutes, right? Mm-hmm. The girl on the phone goes, so numbers are like really important to you. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, Oh, nah. Like we just we all lost like, our minds it collectively. Was, it was just a line because she never said anything. Like, she just pointed. Martin, do you bet on horses? You bet on horses? I'm not little Nas. <laughs> I, should. I should. I'm gonna ask Alicia. Alicia is apparently the the strongest psychic of us all. Oh. She is Alicia Simone. Yeah, you were eating food. So. <laughs> it's Alicia Simone right here. It's my For mother's sure. prayer. She told me just <laughs> go with God. <laughs> so she, gonna, you're gonna be our praying grandmother. 100%. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Yeah. I'm going to make everything happen. She's a church yeah. woman. <laughs> church woman. So she's a prophet. She's not a psychic. That's better for you? I, brother, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to pray on it. I'm going to pray on it. Yo, John 3.16. Uh, those are numbers. Oh we'll end it off here. Um, I guess since we were talking about R. Kelly. Uh, Lil Fizz and Omarion. Oh. Uh, <laughs> How does R. Kelly Little Fizz and Omarion? Pie, 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 bro. Oh. He did a lot of their hits. Yeah, he did. Bump, yeah. bump, bump is R. Kelly. I was like, Damn, really? Bada boom is R. Kelly. 
All of you got served tracks are basically R. Kelly. Damn. Clubbing by Marcus Houston and Ooh, Joe Budden is R. Kelly. I knew, yeah. Any song where you hear um, Pie Piper at the start that is R. Him? Kelly. Fuck. But Martin has some hits after. Oh, yeah. He has, got, he has tons of hits uh, outside yeah, yeah. of that, for sure. So he's like, I can still listen to him. B2K, I got to run off. turning off Bump, Bump, Bump. I'm sorry. I don't think of R. Bump, Kelly when Bump, 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 Bump comes on. Right. Like, R. Kelly I can't listen to because I think of all his atrocities right. while listening to his music. Right. Because it's he about, talks about the atrocities. Yeah. But the fact yes. that now you're placing my mind that R. Kelly wrote Bump, Bump, Bump. I'm sorry. For <laughs> kids. Yeah. For teenagers. Wait, we were like 10. Like, his, name like it, it, his name is his name is the Pied Piper. Piper. I don't know what people were thinking. That should have been a flag. Like, like what the fuck? I can't wait till he snitches on Do you know celebs. the story about Pied Piper? No, like, the Pied okay. Piper is the yeah. Pied Piper used to play like an instrument or whatever. Flute, flute. Yeah, and used to lure the kids, kids to follow him. Mm. Um, based off of that, and he led so, them into the forest and shit. Yeah, I'm surprised white people haven't made that a movie was, yet. Yeah, his music was so hypnotic. Give Jordan you know? Peele a couple years, right? He needs to. Give he needs to. That's a Jeffrey down. Epstein um, satire right there. <laughs> if that's what it would be, and you know it, then Adam McKay would do it. Friggin' well, actually, Pinocchio is actually kind of a little bit more disturbing because they go to an actual island. So Pinocchio is a, the a, the puppet um, that turned into a real boy because the of the long fairy. Nose. Long nose, lied a lot, whatever. Um, but the majority of that that story is the kids getting whisked away to Treasure Island, and it's a, just an island oh, filled with kids. And um, he they lure Pinocchio and all his friends and all the kids in the village to this island. I gotta rewatch it because now I'm creeping no, out. I gotta rewatch. It. <laughs> There's actually a TikToker, some white girl. I don't know the name. I don't have TikTok on this phone, but she like her whole TikTok thing is like debunking all of the little rhymes and riddle shits that we yeah. grew up with. And if you go through her page, she will literally have you like, what the fuck? Can Eeny, I? Eeny, meeny, miny, moe is some racist oh, yeah, ass shit. I, I heard her do something about that. It's catch a nigga by the toe. That's I what mean, it. I even heard the ice cream song, whatever. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, the ice cream yeah, song yeah, is, yeah, is yeah. bad, That's too. Crazy. Ice no, cream like, bad. literally every single one of them. Everything. Like, it's, it's, it was yeah. culture. Yeah. yeah. Racism yeah. was culture at one yeah. point. And that's what yeah. people really need to understand. If I can find understand. it again, I'll send Dr. it to Susan you. Because it will like literally from. blow your mind on how much shit that it was like these stories, the back histories to them are just White existence is what? based off of us. Like that's just what it is. We were mm. the first here. It's, they, they got no choice. <laughs> yeah. Their existence is based off us and everything that they do has to be surrounded oh, by... And us, tied yeah. to yeah. the black community. It's just no, but it's not even about all black people. For some of these, these are like they're talking about rape, anti-Semitic stuff, all types about, of shit, like misogynistic you know, shit. All this shit where yep. you're just like, fuck. People are like really creepy, like yeah. killing little kids and shit and eating them type vibes. I mean, look like, at look fucked. at them. Um, look at Hansel and Gretel. Yeah, Sam. <laughs> it's like wait, what? Like luring candy to a witch's house. She eats the kids. Hey, man, that's why I don't be trick-or-treating. <laughs> <laughs> you be treating your tricks, though. Hey. Hey, 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 Good youth of the week. Yo, um, I don't know if you guys have gotten a chance to see it, but you will hear about it <laughs> if you haven't. Um, Dave Chappelle's new special. Oh, just my lady out. told my lady she 
currently I currently watching or should watch it? Yeah, I'm gonna watch it. If y'all were offended by anything in the previous specials, it came out this today. God bless you. Oh no! If you don't understand comedy and satire, you know that's my biggest problem is with Dave. People don't understand his satire. True. They take everything for surface value. And he kind of talks about that, too, in this, where it's like, if you actually listen to what I'm saying, mm. you'll see there's no hate. There, if there is hate, True. it's for white people. Damn. And he says that, plain and simple. Mm. And he does not hold back in this. This is his last special. Last so he's episode. like, fuck yeah. it. Oh, it's his last He's episode. like, I'm going the out of bed. Epi- <laughs> the whole special, the man's like, I'm going for it. Tonight, he just keeps repeating oh, it. Oh, I, it's all tonight. happening. <laughs> five I'm, minutes I'm in, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm buying food. Yeah, right. I'm buying Bro, food today." Five minutes in, and I'm like, "Let's go." Where is it on? Yeah. When you start uh, watching, it, not only it is, look at all the numbers. A Jew joke, a weird joke. Uh, like, he just <laughs> didn't give a fuck. He's like, I'm coming didn't give you a fuck. Come, you are coming he didn't give a fuck. He tripled down on every community he talked about before, every right. situation he talked about before. But if you understand the satire, the shit is fucking genius, bro. It's so genius. And, like, it takes a comedian to do what he's doing, man. Like, if you watch it and really take it in, you got to put the medicine in the candy, in the candy sometimes. And that is what he's doing. But... Man, that candy tastes like shit. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that candy tastes like shit just the same. It's, it's the, bla- oh it's the black holes. Bro, he... <laughs> it's the black he... holes with the lip I don't like that flavor. Black licorice. licorice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, why did they have to make the black holes the worst flavor? You know why. You see that? All black the man, black candies are horrible. Black licorice, nigga. <laughs> yo, what, yo I, was, I was compared to a black juju one time, fam. Are you oh, serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. Like, sticks is like a, a, a black like, juju that nobody like wants. <gasps> oh. Oh, no. That's unfortunate. <laughs> it's mad. It, yo, it's, it's a piss off when, like, you agree with, like, <laughs> when you're just like, that one does taste bad. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you're just like, that one does I, I actually suck. don't want to eat that one. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's so wild. But nah, this do? special is. What did you do? I didn't do that. Exist. All I did was exist. He's black. I hate those ones. You don't have nothing on the spot. You just. I'll be back for you. No, they're probably I like, we just like ones. that you have a very particular taste. Yeah, I'm an acquired taste. That's you know how we came when you went to bed? You know when someone gets you and you go to sleep? I could have said this. I could have said this. You're in the shower like, fuck. Oh, those are the worst ones. Oh, man. Yeah. Especially when it's like too much time has passed. Now I look back if I go back. Yeah, fuck. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you, you need to have in the moment. But you know the good thing about all those situations, bullies love to bully. Mm. So they'll be wait, back. They'll be back. They'll be back. And you're waiting now. <laughs> <laughs> you're waiting one to tuck. Yep. Everything's rehearsed. All, all you bad. Crowd. Yep. I mean, black, blackberry and black cherry was always good. Yeah. Like, there's some, there's good black names, yeah, yeah. but like just black, majority of them are. I like blackberries and oatmeal. Yep. Yeah, well, blackberry yeah. slap. Blackberry slap in general. Slap. Yeah. Probably yeah. one of the best berries. What? Yeah, you know I love when they say the black of the berry, the sweet of the fruit, juice, juice. juice. or juice, yeah. mm-hmm. and then there's really literally one berry that's black. Is there? It was the blackberry? Blue, yeah, I guess blue, blueberries are purple. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why they said call them blueberries. Don't slap like blackberries. Not at all. Yes, they what? Do. Not no. at all. Blueberries slap like blackberries. Blackberries. 
Like blackberries are like a fusion hot. No, like y'all, a, y'all never had my blueberry pancakes. Blueberries are yeah. trash. What? Because blueberries oh, have no. blueberries. Oh, have I don't know about trash. Blueberries have the least amount of sugar of all the berries. Blueberries are gonna be the last berry I eat. Wow. Wow. Are they healthy? Mm. Are they the healthiest one? Raspberries? Over raspberry? No, I'm a raspberry first. I love raspberry. Cranberry? Raspberry flavors. Cranberry juice. Cranberry juice. Cranberry doesn't give you UTIs. Then you gotta add a shield of sugar. Cranberry juice. Clear out your blood. Dilute your blood. But thank you guys. I love ocean spray. Thank you guys so much for coming through. Make sure you guys check out Next Stop series on CBC Gem. Season one and two are available. Do not watch. Well, you can watch Out of Order, which is one of the special things about the show. But I think you'll gain a little bit more context if you start from season one and then get to season two. And And you want to see the growth, too. CBC Gem is free. CBC Gem is absolutely free. free. Five, like it's like a thirty-second ad. It's not even that big of a deal. So wait, it's just an app, or you go on the site. So you go on the site. You can download it through uh, Apple TV or newer uh, Samsung or smart TVs. You know they they have them. You download it on your TV as well. Shout out to them. Shout out to the cast, yeah. the whole cast and crew. Shout out to everybody, everybody in the background that yes. that worked hard on making this uh, come to fruition. Yes, um, it's an amazing to see mm-hmm. black talent on the screen on Canadian screens. Yes, mm-hmm. very yes. rare. We got yeah. the kink in my hair. <laughs> and I love we got the book of slaves. Was it book, book of Negroes? Negroes. <laughs> yeah, I never watched that. And now, <laughs> and now we have the next stop. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Thank I'm you. Marlon. I'm Norm. I'm Alicia. And that was the extra gravy. Skr, skr. Bam, 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 bam. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.